It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. Welcome to Bearden High School Rebel Faithful as you are listening to Rebel Radio WGAP here live from Bill Young Field on the campus of Bearden High School. Uh, I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hibbs back as after a, a slight vacation but uh, uh, eager to get back on the mic. Chris, uh, excited to have you back but uh, I will say Mr. Ellison filled in admirably last week. Uh, I'm glad to be back, and yeah, I got to listen to y'all guys. Y'all did incredible for the Alcoa game. I felt like I was right there uh, watching the play-by-play action. Jude was uh, excited, nonetheless, n- to say the least, at the end of that football game. But a great <laughs> matchup it was. Uh, Maryville, you know, I guess came out victorious against the Alcoa Tornadoes, but not without a second-half fight uh, from Alcoa. But uh, that's in the rear view. In our front mirror is the Bearden Bulldogs here tonight. But uh, before we dig dig too much into what's going to happen here at Bill Young Field, let's take a break, talk to the head football coach of your Maryville Rebels. Derek Hunt sat down with us earlier in the week and uh, and talked to us a little bit about the Alcoa game and then the lead-up to this matchup tonight here with Bearden. So let's take a, a listen to the head football coach, Derek Hunt, uh, as we have an uh, interview with him. We'll be back in just a minute. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, uh, thanks for the time. Uh, excited to talk with you. Hey, thank you. Appreciate you. Hey, Coach, uh, we're coming out of Alcoa Week. Uh, Rebels victorious uh, in the 93rd meeting of the Battle of Pistol Creek, but uh, it had some tales to, to be told as, uh, as it was a matchup of two, uh, two teams that really wanted to win that football game. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubt about it every year. You know, both teams want to win really bad. It was a great game, perfect night for high school football, temperature-wise, and the setting was fantastic. Alcoa's got such a great atmosphere over there, so um, you couldn't ask for anything better from a high school football fan perspective. Well, Coach, uh, of course it's Bearden Week uh, leading into that, but, uh, you, you know, had a great performance by, by your defense. You know, I think uh, you look at it uh, really turning Alcoa back at some key key moments uh, that really uh, allowed uh, the Rebels to, to get the victory there last Friday night. You know, I think it, it, it started with the Bethea punch out uh, and then the Jacob Richmond scoop and score, but then later in the game, two big interceptions, one by Jacob Richmond, but another one, uh, by uh, Cannon Johnson that really sealed the deal. Yeah, I mean, very timely on defense. You know, obviously we weren't perfect by any means um, on either side of the ball, but, you know, defensively, Alcoa, um, Alcoa did some things that, that were really tough to defend, you know, and I think our kids did a fantastic job of making plays in big moments, like you said, that, that gave us a chance to win the game. You know, I thought there was a lot of a lot of good moments all the way around. Both teams put it on the line. Al- Alcoa goes 99 twice. I, I don't know that 
don't know that I've seen that very much, but uh, you, you look at it, uh, and, and Coach, after the game, Jude and I were talking. He uh, he special guest color commentated for us this week. Uh, grown man, that freshman at UT, Jude Ellison. But uh, he, uh, you, you know, he he said uh, he said this this is a an extremely battle tested Rebel squad. You know, looking at talking about playing Powell, playing Alcoa, and again having the adversity that showed through that game. He's like this. This is the most battle-tested four and O team in the in the state, and I, I mean that's his opinion, and I I could agree, but uh, I, I think he's on to something. Well, and that's you know we want to play the best competition in this area every single year, and um you know that's our goal. I think that there's a lot of good teams in East Tennessee that we can put together a really quality schedule that will certainly help us down the road. And, you know, our goal, and we want to win every game, but we don't want to do it to the point that we're not, we're not uh, like we're scared to schedule teams that we could lose to. I think there's a lot of teams on our schedule um, that could, that can definitely beat us if we're not ready to play. And, and, and we've played in already played in some big games this year. We've got some big games looming. And, you know, I hope that towards the end of the year, uh, wherever we fall in the playoff projections that we'll be able to make a deep playoff run because we've played in games like against Alcoa. Yeah, and I think uh, young men like to stand up and and play in big games like that. And, and none, you know, I guess uh, rose higher there than, than Rebel Radio, Smoky Mountain Axe House, player of the game, Jacob Richmond. He, he's a really good story, I hear. Uh, he, he's a kid that's, uh, that's fought a lot to, to get on the field and uh, – he uh, in the post game even proclaimed uh, maybe maybe out of position on one of those interceptions, but knew he had to make a play. Yep, you know, just like I said, right place, right time, very timely play on the fumble and also on the interception. And and uh, you know, I think uh, I think they had a guy they were going to drop down to, and, and he just jumps up and makes a great play, and we're able to get points off of that. And so you know, some of those couple of those plays might have been the difference. Yeah, I think absolutely. But as we as we turn uh, from the Alco Week, look ahead to Bearden. Bearden's this this Friday night, and uh, and, and this is a Bulldog team two and two. That's uh, they've also played some good opponents. They've had some good outings, and uh, and, and they're uh, they're they're continuing to progress under Coach Shinlever. You know, Bearden, I think um, one of the better defenses that we've seen on tape, and they had a lot of guys returning from last year's team, and so that certainly helps them. You know, they've got some all-region guys on that defensive line that I think are fantastic players. And, you know, if you remember last year, we, you know, kind of the same deal. We, we have a big game against Alcoa, then we're on the road at Beard, just like we are this year, you know, and it's a 7 nothing ball game at halftime, you know. And so and that's our goal is to try to get off to a quick start and hopefully play well. That ended up being a 28 to nothing. Uh, Maryville win last year but they've uh you know they they like to do different things with the football uh I think last year they were heavy trying to trying to run the football and and the linebacking core and defensive front for Maryville able to contain that uh but uh their quarterback from a year ago he he was uh he was versatile he was dynamic and uh and and I think uh it's a piece of that offense that's that's kind of hard to plan for a little bit yeah definitely a really good player and you know, he, that, that's the hardest thing is, you know, guys who can do things off schedule because you can have as good a plan as you want, but when things break down and you got kids on the other team who can make plays like that, very challenging. 
And, and like I said, Coach Shinlever, uh, a former Maryville guy, so this was a cool, uh, cool dynamic. I think two years ago, I was able to sit down with him a little bit and talk, and uh, and, and he is uh, very, very happy to be at Bearden, but uh, very much uh, cognizant of that Maryville game uh, on his schedule. Uh, have, have you, uh, have you had a chance to talk with Coach Shinlever this season? Yeah, we talk. Um, you know, we talk a little bit here and there. He's a great guy, a great coach. You know, I think uh, he cares wants to win really bad, very competitive. And, um, you know, he, he's a good friend of mine, and I think he does a fantastic job. You know, I think there was a couple of years where Bearden was – they were in our region. It's not been that long ago, and they were the number one team, uh, the best team in the other region, you know. So they they know how to do it, and you know, I think he'll, he'll get uh, – I know they weren't as good as they'd hoped to be last year, but he'll get it going back again and – and they do have a good team this year, and we'll get to see them firsthand uh, Friday night. You, you know, we, we talked about you guys being road warriors, and this will be the uh, the the last home or the last away game before we get to go back to Shield Stadium there at Maryville mm-hmm. High School. Uh, you excited to get back home, but uh, also got to finish the work on the road, right, Coach? Yeah, we we're you know it's going to be going to be really nice to get to dress in our own locker room again we've only done it once this year but you know uh, it's been it's been really good for us you know we've we've had to play on the road we've had to show a lot of maturity uh i'll be honest our kids have probably gotten used to it now we've got the routine down um so it's going to be fun i think you know it's going to take a lot of maturity again though because anytime you're playing a big game like we just did and then you have to go on the road and play a very quality opponent. That's really hard to do. You know, it's not like we can just roll the ball out there and win games. Like, we've got to go play well. And I thought that was the case at Farragut after a big Powell game. And this is the case again um, now at Bearden after a big Alcoa game. So, um, but that's what we want. We want to play challenging opponents, and we want to be challenged week in, week out. And you know, that's what you get in 6A. That's what you get, and that's what we're excited about. And uh, have you had a good week of practice, Coach? Emotionally, I know coming back into the into the facility after a game like that uh, Friday night, uh, probably had some uh, had some some tired individuals get some work there. But uh, are you guys back on schedule by by Friday night? I feel good about our week. I think we've had uh, so far we've had a pretty good week, and uh, we'll finish some things up today and and hopefully get ready to go play well. Awesome, Coach. Well, well, Coach, I won't take any more of your time. Always appreciate talking with you, and uh, and good luck against those Beard and Bulldogs. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. No problem, Coach. And you've listened to the interview with Coach Derek Hunt. This interview has been brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm, hometown lawyer in Maryville, and ready to help those in need. We'll uh, take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAP.com. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Ever. Team Ortho. And welcome 
back to Bearden High School Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside me, Chris Hips, and welcome to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week on your home for Red Rebel Sports, WGAP. Chris, tonight the Rebels stay on the road as they have most of the early part of this very young season. Tonight we get back into region play, though, a test with the Bearden Bulldogs. The Rebels enter tonight's matchup a strong 4-0 as the Bulldogs of Bearden come in at 2-2. Two two. But as we look to preview number five on the schedule, Mr. Hips, how about those Rebels? Uh, they've been playing great on the road. And like I think Coach said, uh, it's been a long time since it, we've been home, it feels like. But I think it's another uh, week away, another week uh, on the road. Great uh, Maribel, you know, tenancy here. You know, uh, Bearden's right here with the – Looks like a big student section right in front of us. So it's going to be another test on the road. You know, it's probably going to be kind of noisy. I think these Maribel Rebels will be up to the task. I, I think you look at this team, this Bearden team, there's a lot to, to, to be optimistic if you're Coach Shen Lever and the Bearden Bulldogs. Uh, they're 2-2 two and two on the season, but they've had two really nice wins. Uh, the two losses, they, they've struggled to score points, but in their two victories, uh, they've had it going on. So I think they're going to have their hands full defensively. I think Coach spoke to it uh, on film. This is one of the more multiple defenses they're going to see this early part of the season, and uh, he's excited about what his crew can do against those guys. Yes, I think their uh, run game's their key component here. You know, the passing's not been there for them. I think the running game's their strongest point, so – you know, we're going to have to stack the line, try to keep them from running the ball on us and hopefully make them throw a little bit into pressure. Yeah, I think you've got to push the issue. I think any team that's that's struggling to score points, you've got to make that uh, that a struggle again. And, and I think the defense for, for Maryville is going to be able to do that. Last week, really a breakout game for them in, in, the, in the turnover category as they forced three big turnovers against the Tornadoes. Uh, they really made the difference in the game. An early uh, scoop and score really made the, uh, the the pressure pushed onto Alcoa. And then as the game went, any momentum, any momentum that they were able to get was seized. Uh, there by some late turnovers. So I uh, was able to get that going, but uh, excited about what tonight looks like. Again, you can't leave it, live in the Alcoa week. You've got to come to Bearden week and, and get it done here tonight as well. On the road, like we talked about, out of Blunt County. You know, we've been to two road games, but two or three road games, but two of those were in uh, in Blunt County. So really uh, out, outside the, the, the friendly confines of our county, uh, this is one of the few trips we've made. But uh, I think the, the Rebels are up to the task. If you uh, listen to our little Facebook Live uh, as we led up to the pregame show, we're going to attempt, and, and key word is attempt, uh, we're going to try to get on with the uh, the red zone attempts for the Red Rebels, get those on our Facebook Live, and, uh, and Mr. Hips will be uh, color commentating and cameraman. So uh, show him some love on the Facebook, if you will. But, uh, but Chris... I think there's a lot to unfold here. There's a lot to talk about about last week's Alcoa matchup. But as we uh, we stay in this Everting Orthodontics pregame show, let's take a break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk starting lineups. We'll talk how the Red Rebels got to 4-0, and then we'll uh, recognize some of these great sponsors for Rebel Radio. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today 
at Stevens and Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Welcome back to Bearden High School and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And, Chris, uh, we spoke about it all all pregame and really through the week, uh, but this Maryville team uh, fended off a, a pretty pesky Alcoa team last week, defeated the Tornadoes, uh, self-proclaimed the, the state capital of 3A football in Alcoa High School, and uh, the Rebels went in there. First half really had some good success, jumped out to a lead, but then halftime adjustments by the Tornadoes really made that a barn burner late in the second half. And just defense, defense, defense is what shut that thing down in the late goings of the game uh, to seal the deal for the Rebels. Yeah, they, they came out of the box really quickly with that 17-0 lead. And it was looking like it might be a blowout time over Alcoa. But, you know, you got to give it to Alcoa. They're not running the 3A show because they always give up. And they brought the fight back to Maribel. But luckily this young defense held up in the end. Got the big uh, interception to seal the win. Yeah, if you look at stats provided, and again, stats always provided by Mr. Ken Main, the infamous. Uh, stats from Alcoa last week, the 30-27 to 27 was really the, the end result that everybody kind of was questioning. But if you look at it, probably the first time in, in a long time that, that Maryville's been outgained offensively and still get the victory. You know, there, there's only been just a handful of times that that happened, and in a lot of ways, 
that normally doesn't turn out well for you. But uh, Alcoa rushed and, and passed for 418 yards total offense uh, against the Red Rebels. I think that's great adversity for this defense uh, to be able to kind of weather a storm. You know what I'm saying? Like play four quarters of football and live to tell about it. Uh, it's something that uh, a lot of young teams in this area haven't been able to do. Maryville's played Powell, arguably one of the better 5A teams in the state. And, uh, and they've played Alcoa, the best 3A team in the state of Tennessee. So uh, I think Bearden's going to be a great test here tonight as well. As they, like, like Coach said and like we've said in this pregame, a multiple on both sides of the football, playmakers that, that can get out in space and make things happen. Uh, I think this is a great test. But coming off Alcoa, emotionally I think you're charged. I think uh, you get back into region play, you're, you're charged. And I think getting this one behind you and getting back to Shield Stadium and getting to play in front of your home crowd, got to be a big thing for this these group. Yes, most definitely. And uh, I think the biggest thing coming out of that Alcoa matchup, you know, we, we talked about how hard-hitting of a game it was. Maribel come in uh, to this game not really injured. You know, there's a couple guys that was on the injury list, but for the most part we, we saved uh, major injuries. Secondly, you got to stay focused, like you said. Uh, you know, for this game, one overlooked Beard, and you just came off the high of Alcoa, you know, going back home. Beard is going to come out tested. They, you know, you, you're going up against the one of the perennial 6A teams. They're going to give their best dogfight to Maribel, and we better be ready for the test. I think you're exactly right. You look at, at season leaders, of course, in the rushing category is going to be Mr. Noah Vaughn. Uh, he's doing a lot of a lot of damage on that rushing category. But you look at our leading receiver, Markel Fortenberry, four touchdowns in his own right. Uh, both of those reigning uh, players of the game, Smoky Mountain Axe House players of the game, and for good reason. Uh, but but uh, who do you who do you see to be a, a I guess a breakout kind of opportunity here this week? Last week, Jacob Richmond. You just talk about just the 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 bookend performance. You know, scoop and score to begin, and then ultimately got the the pick later in the second half that kind of took away some momentum from the Tornadoes. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of people that can play. Who, who do you see for the Rebels? Well, for me, on the offensive side of the ball, I want to see more of Gage Ledoux, the big back. Uh, he's incredible when he gets out in the open, and he's a handful to take down. Defensively, I would like to see more from uh, Bethea and Manneker. They've been in the backfield all four matchups. Uh, they're, they're a nightmare on the end for any uh, quarterback sitting back there in the pocket. I'd like to see a big hit, big sack tonight from one of them. I'm going to say uh, offensively, uh, I think you're going to see a little bit more in the in the throw game. But I also think I think Mr. Jones wants to make his presence known. A year ago, I had to had to take some uh, calling of his own number. I had to had to run the football to get this thing in in separation mode. So offensively, I think it's either going to be maybe Caleb Dunford, a little secondary receiver or maybe D.J. Burks to, to kind of break this thing open. And then defensively, you took the words out of my mouth. I think Maneker, I think Bethea being able to edge rush, get in the backfield and wreak some havoc, uh, get the football, maybe turn it over or cause a bad throw, I think that's going to be key to, to really boosting momentum. But uh, as, we, uh, as we get ready for the national anthem, let's take another break here in the Everting Orthodontic pregame show. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. 
your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at reocheesewagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. And welcome back to Bearden High School, Bill Young Field, where your Rebels are about to take on the Bearden Bulldogs. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips, and you're in the Everting Orthodontics pregame show as part of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. Chris, uh, got to jump on those starting lineups uh, for your Red Rebels, but uh, what, what are you seeing? I thought a really good national anthem there uh, by the Bearden High School band. Yes, the band did a great job, and uh, like I said, it was an incredible uh to see the team uh, Maryville coming down the stairs, they all stopped on the stairs to make sure they were at attention to the flag as well. I think uh, that's just respect in the utmost. But the Red Rebel starting lineup brought to you by the grindonsports.com is uh, quarterback Carson Jones on offense will be quarterback Carson Jones, a senior, running back Noah Vaughn, a junior, Markel Fortenberry, a wide receiver as a senior, DJ Burks and Carson Jones also in the wide receiving core. 
H-back tight end Jackson Phillips, a senior, will line up. Um, and then the big uglies, the Hong Mollies, will be Carlos Yanez at left tackle, Jay Adams at the guard. Your center will be Cal Grubbs. And then the right side will be Trevor Abdella at the guard position and Adrian Gum, the right tackle. If you look at the defensive side of the football, Defensive end will be Mike Bethea. The front will be Caleb Graham and Frankie Diaz. The linebacking quarter of Keyshawn Harker, Harper, Zach Braden, Braden Hoy, and Peyton Cooper. And then the uh, the backfield and the defense will be locked down by Carter Cox, Markel Fortenberry, DJ Burks, and Eli Hames. So that will be your Red Rebels starting lineup. But as the uh, captains have met at center field, or I guess at midfield uh, here in the football world of things. Maribel has won the toss, and Bearden will get the football first, so deferred again. This been It's been a 2021 trend that the Rebels like to see what the opposing team has and then uh, make their adjustments at the half. But your halftime or the captains uh, for your Rebels were Carson Jones, Carson Jones, Damon Morgan, and Bladen Sauls. Uh, and then if you look at the Bearden side of things, Seth Arana, Nico Young, Carson Hammond, and Cam Smith, your captains for tonight's Week 5 matchup. As both teams have uh, made it through their banners and have gotten to their respective sidelines, the uniform combo for tonight, Mr. Ips, uh, for Bearden, their home team, they will have their home jerseys, their, their maroon with the maroon helmet, numerals on the side, white football pants with gray and maroon stripes. And then your Red Rebels, as spoken earlier, is in uh, the road white jersey, stripes on the sleeves, uh, road gray pants with the uh, stripes on the on the legs, red and black, and then the traditional Rebel helmet with the Rebel script. So uh, pretty good uni- uniform combo for tonight. Yes, I'm going to say it's going to be uh, easier for us this week. You know, they keep up with the numbers too, so that will be very helpful for both of us. Always helpful to see those numbers. But, uh, again, a lot of great sponsors for Rebel Radio that make this happen. Twin City certified in Maryville, Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey, State Representative District 20, REO Cheese Wagon, Whitlock and Company, PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Caraco Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, and Bliss Air, all great sponsors that get Rebel Radio up and moving each and every week. Uh, also want to thank Ken Main, our stat extraordinaire each and every week as he is uh, is already up and moving and working here tonight. But uh, Chris, it's about game time. Bearden's out there to receive this opening kick. Uh, do, we, do we see a lot of the same from Mr. Trenum kicking it out of the back? Uh, yeah, there ain't much wind. I haven't really saw much wind tonight. So hopefully you can put them all through the back of the end zone, make this a uh, quick game, you know, set them right there on the 25-yard line every time. <laughs> Looks like Bearden has the LED light show as well. As it uh, as the night comes, those will get more interesting. But uh, flashing here at Bearden High School, it looks like it's going to be Charles Trenum to kick this one away. He's going to step it off to his own 30-yard line. He's going right to left here on uh, Bill Young Field. And he's going to kick it away. And it is football time in Bearden as it's going to go into the end zone, almost out of the back of the end zone, band in trouble back there. And uh, it's going to be a touchback. Bearden will bring it out to their own 20-yard line, first and 10. Chris, it's it's football time. And I noticed all the uh, drum majors right there at the very front of the <laughs> line. They all took a little step back right then. Let's see who Bearden rolls out there. Looks like their starter, their quarterback should be, uh, should be Parrott. Let's see if that's who comes out. It is Parrott. Uh, running out number five for your 
for Bearden Bulldogs, the Drew Parrott. He is a 5'8 freshman at the quarterback position. He's going to have number 17 in the backfield with him, Nico Young. He'll, he'll play on both sides of the football. They're going to have two receivers to the right, and they're going to have a stack set there on the right-hand side. They're going to give it to Nico Young, and he's going to be met at the line of the scrimmage, and he is going nowhere. He is dropped for no gain. Yeah, he ran into the big wall known as Frankie Diaz right there, clogging up the hole. Frankie Diaz is a, you know, he's just a guy that has a nose for the football. He gets in there, uh, knocks him back, and like I said, the nose of the football never went beyond the 20. No gain, going to bring up second and 10. Drew Parrott will stay in shotgun formation. He'll flip his receivers to the left-hand side, move his tight end to the right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, handoff to Nico Young. Nico trying to get around right side, and he is going to be met by a host of Rebels. Positive gain up to the 22-yard line, but that's all he's got doing is he's going to be dropped, pushed back even, and it's going to bring up third and eight. Yeah, that was uh, Bethea that got upfield, pressured him, made him bounce back inside where Peyton Cooper finished him off uh, maybe a short gain of a yard or two. I'll tell you, Maryville's really selling out to stop Nico Young. They've watched their film. This is a workhorse for the Bearden Bulldogs. Parrott will look. He's going to take the shotgun snap, fake the handoff to Nico Young, look to extend the pocket. He's getting chased by some Rebels, oh, and he man. will be caught and dropped. He is sacked back at the 15-yard line. That's a huge loss. Yeah, that was uh, Jacob Richmond last week's uh, player of the game that pushed him out and had him rolling away, and Zach Braden was there to finish him off. A little bang-bang play there as, as Richmond, like you said, flushed the pocket, and then Braden just just tracked him down, ran him down, and, uh, and that's good lateral quickness there. Yeah, Zach Braden, he's really, really fast for that middle linebacker spot. Looks like on the kicking duties, the punt duties here tonight will be Ethan Ford. He's a 5'11", 167-pound junior. He gets the snap clean, and the kick is away. End-over-end kick will bounce at the 37-yard line and take a Bearden bounce up near the 44, and that's where the Red Rebels in Bearden territory will get their first look at it on offense. And it Luckily, I think for Bearden, I think number 36 there for him uh, was that Preston LaBanca. Yeah, ball bounced back, hit him a little bit, and took an extra two or three feet forward, and I think they gave him the actual yardage. Yeah, yeah, who would have? Looks like it's going to be first and ten Rebels. They're, they're still talking on the sideline. Now here comes the offense. Carson Jones brings the troops out. Quickly get to formation. No shock there, Mr. Hips. Yeah, this Maribel offense is ready to go. Carson Jones will stay in shotgun. He's going to kind of read the defense, make a little adjustment, move Gage Ledoux across the formation. He's going to take the snap, gives the handoff to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn gets around right in, gets across the 40-yard line quick and down to the 39-yard line. That's going to be a nice pickup of five there on first down. Brings up second and five. 9.54 to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, that was an incredible uh, play by Noah. He looked like he was going to be uh, stopped at the line of scrimmage, just bounced it back out right, made a bigger play out of it. If you're just joining us, still a scoreless affair here at Bearden High School. Bearden, three and out on their first attempt. Alco or Maryville now second down. Second down, five to go. Ball on the Bearden 39-yard line. Carson will take the snap, fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, flips out in the flat to Jackson Phillips. He gets it quickly across the 35 and down to the 32-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of seven, and that's enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Yes, and that was a great play there by uh, Phillips. He just grabbed the ball high. It's a little high, grabbed it, and we made sure to go uh, upfield with it uh, here in the great block there by, I think that was Carson Jones on this side with a good block on the uh, cornerback. 
continue to push tempo. Going to have trips to the right. Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Carson Jones stays in shotgun. Ball will sit at the Bearden 32. He takes the snap, gives the handoff to Noah Vaughn. He looks to spin move, goes off left side, and he's going to push the pile ahead. Get down to the Bearden 27. That's going to be a pickup of five there on first down, a, a play that honestly looked like it was stopped at the line of scrimmage, but just turned back and uh, pushed the pile. Yeah, I think that was 27 for Beard and uh, Kai Young. Yeah, almost like he hit him in the backfield, and he just spun off and I think backed up an extra three or four yards after the second contact. I'll tell you, Maryville had some big bodies in there, had number 46, Hunter Ogle, in there pushing the pile, and that's a guy who knows. He's a power lifter uh, on the side, so he, uh, he knows how to lift. Carson's going to move Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. Two receivers to the right-hand side. Noah Vaughn in the backfield. He's going to take the snap, a little three-step drop, extends the pocket, flips it out to D.J. Burks, who gets into the common-sense pest control red zone, but not before he gets a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, that was a great play there by Carson Jones. I think the initial uh, burst right there was to run the ball. I just saw D.J. cutting across. I was like, all right, here, I'm just going to float it to you. And, and that's what it was. It was a great touch pass by Carson Jones. He picks up the first down and, and just continues to push the pocket and get some options. So 8-14 to go here in the first quarter. 0-0 still your score, but uh, Maribel's looking for more. Carson in the shotgun, going to have Noah to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to do a little pitch play to Noah Vaughn, right side. He's going to rip it, getting down near the 10-yard line. He's going to get the 10, and he's going to pick up eight there on first down. Brings up second and two at the Bearden 10-yard line. Yeah, that was a great uh, cutback by uh, Noah back to the outside. I think the cornerback from this side, actually, number 36, uh, Preston LaBanca, was actually the one that took him down before he could get to the end zone. Carson looks to the sideline, gets the play in. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, as they matriculate right to left here at Bill Young Field. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, pitch it in the end zone, and that's a Red Rebel touchdown, D.J. Burks. Yeah, that slant was right there. D.J. just went up and took it from the uh, safety that was playing short over the post. D.J. just ripped across the center. Nice touch pass right on time. Carson Jones to D.J. Burke. I don't know that it gets much sweeter. Touchdown Rebels and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Corbin Price will look to add two. He'll tee it up from the uh, the ten yard line for the extra point. Caleb Dunford to hold. He'll step it off, Mister Mister Consistency here. Dunford will clean his hands. Gets the snap down clean, kick up, and kick is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Red Rebel 7, the homestanding Bearden Bulldog 0. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blunt County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at bluntareajobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. Bearden High School, where your Red Rebels are the first to strike here in week number five as the scoreboard now reads seven for Maribel, zero for Bearden. Looks like Charles Trenum will kick, have the kicking duties once again for a Carico Construction kickoff, and he'll line it up from his own 40-yard line. 
What do you think about it, Chris? That was a great pitching catch there. <laughs> there. Sorry, I was trying to get the live feed going. Charles Trenum is going to kick this one away, and uh, it's a formality at this point as it goes out of the back of the end zone, and it'll be another touchback, and Bearden will set up shop at the same place the last drive started, their own 20-yard line. I'm glad Bearden decided to move their bank because that one probably would have got them. I'll tell you, those instruments are too expensive to get footballs bouncing off of them. So, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think the director would agree. Defense already out there for the Rebels. Big uh, big bodies out there, as you see. You see uh, you see Zach Braden. You see Jason Manneker. You see Mike Bethea, Frankie Diaz. Everybody looking to, to get a little hungry here as the, as the first drive went their way. Looks like Parrott will stay in there at the quarterback position. A little jumbo pack, a little tight set, as they're going to have number one in the backfield for Bearden. That's going to be Seth Arana. Arana will, Parrott will take the snap. He's going to do the pitch play to number 22, Sun Yi Mitchum, and he is going to get across the 25-yard line, up near the 27. It's a nice little uh, in-space play. Get him in full gallop and then let him get around the end. I thought that was a nice play. That was a great play by Bearden. I mean, he got the uh, corner down here stretched out. But lucky uh, DJ Burks was there for a big hit on the edge. Pickup of eight yards there on first down. Brings up second and two. Parrott quickly to the line of scrimmage. He's going to stay in shotgun. We'll continue to have Mr. Arana in the backfield. A little jumbo pack to the left. He moves the uh, tight end. He's going to hand off to Arana, and he is going to go straight ahead forward. Gets up to the 33-yard line. That'll be enough for a Bearden first down. And uh, this is a different look than that first series, Chris. Yeah, I mean, this is a great game play. they got a lot of people going different ways. You know, it's going to be uh, Tess Marable's uh, uh, ability to stay in place. You know, you can't just jump off on. I think Manneker almost had the guy in the backfield, though. Yeah, it'll, it'll test the grit immediately, but Parrott in control of this offense takes the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop, rolls the pocket to the right, looking downfield, wants to throw it. He throws it into the turf, intended receiver number three, Sam Tummins, and uh, it falls incomplete. It'll bring up second and 10, all on their own 33-yard line. 6.31 to go here in this first quarter. Chris, Maryville leads seven to nothing. Yeah, that was a, I think that was a smart play for him. Now he threw it at the feet of his uh, receiver because he saw, I think it was Cam Hutt, or uh, see number seven, Hutton Jones, and I think it was uh, Keyshaw out there was in the area. You know, anything in the area might have been picked off. What I like about this Rebel defense, as Bearden gets some advantages, uh, they're talking. They're, they're changing some things up. Is they're going to hand it off to number one, Arana. He's going to go right side and go straight ahead. He's going to pick up about three there on, on second down. It's going to bring up third and seven, third and long. Not a lot of options there. Yeah, that was uh, Mike Bethea on the tackle. He just stayed in position. The running back ran right into him. Ball on the 36-yard line. Bearden goes left to right here on Bill Youngfield. They're going to slow it down here just a little bit. A little tight set. Not a lot of wide receivers uh, out, out to the far side. Parrott's going to take the shotgun snap. A little three-step drop. Wants to throw it. Throws straight across the middle. Complete. No, incomplete. In and out of the hands of number 16, the attended receiver, Ethan Ford. Yeah, and I think the hit there by Zach Braden knocked the ball loose. I think even if he would have caught it, it was going to be at least a yard short because he dropped down. I think footsteps were, were heard indeed, but 5'11", uh, 167-pound junior, got to love it for going across the middle. But third down will turn fourth down, and Bearden will be on in pump formation. Looks like Ford, the uh, intended receiver on third down, will be the receiver on fourth down as he punts it away. The punt is up and away, uh, spiraling 
and Markell calls for the fair catch on the 21-yard line, 22-yard line, and he'll take it clean, and it'll be first down Rebels. Yeah, that was a uh, uh, very uh, bad play for Maribel. They only had 10 guys on the field and left this uh, right gunner over here wide open. If I, luckily, I think Bearden didn't notice that. Uh, they did not, and uh, it doesn't matter now, Chris, <laughs> as, as the ball will go back to the Rebels, and uh, it'll be first and 10 from their own 21. First field possession started uh, in, in Bearden territory. This one uh, definitely farther back. Looks like Carson Jones will stay in at quarterback. Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket. Markel Fortenberry to the right side. A little check for Gage Ledoux to kick him out to that tight end spot. They're going to snap it low, but Carson corrals it, gets it out in the flat to Noah. Noah's going to meet the defender and push ahead forward. Impact at the 24. Noah goes down at the 26. He, he gets extra yardage after contact. That's going to be a pickup of about five on first down. It's going to bring up second and five. They stay in second and manageable. Uh, this is going to be a long night. And, I mean, that was a good play there by number six, Cody Clough for Bearden. He read that perfectly, came up to make the hit, but, I mean, Noah just ran him over and took well, the extra two or three yards. Well, and give, give good credit to Noah. He, he gets the reception and then turns upfield, knows he's going to take contact and continues to drive the legs. Carson's going to stay in the shotgun, takes the shotgun snap, fakes to Noah, no, gives to Noah. Noah takes it around right in, little one-step, two-step, gets across the first down marker and up near the 36-yard line. That's going to be a first down Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Yeah, that's two great cuts there by Noah. Unfortunately, I think the turf monster got him on the second cut. Well, I'll tell you, his, his feet move so fast, I don't know how much of it touches the turf. <laughs> But uh, Carson will stay in there. He's going to actually move some receivers to the left side of the formation. Going to be DJ and Carson Jones. Noah will stay in at the tailback position to his left. He's going to move Markell across the formation, get him in motion. Carson rolls the pocket to the right, looks to flip it, gets it out to Carson Jones. And he's going to get across the, the Maribel 45-yard line up to the 48. And that's enough for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And yeah, that was a great completion there from Jones to Jones. Uh, Carson Jones, the receiver, got up there, just turned around, sat there, and waited for the pitch straight to him. I mean, it was an easy pitch and catch for him. A little J&J &J connection, Jones to Jones. But uh, Carson's going to look to the sideline. Again, looking to push tempo, getting him at the line of scrimmage, and then slow it down. He's going to change it with the lineman. Has trips to the right. Markel Fortenberry by himself to the left. He's going to take the shotgun snap, give the handoff to Noah Vaughn straight ahead forward. Noah gets across midfield, down to the Bearden 47-yard line. It's going to be a pick up of five on first down. That's second and five. That's been a uh, that's been a staple here tonight for the Red Rebels. Looks like they're going to fake handoff, a little dump out in the flat. It's going to fall incomplete. They got us on that one. <laughs> yeah, they, I was about to say something. They just already had the next play going. Third and five upcoming, and that's uh, that's one of the few third downs that uh, we've seen more than just a yard or two yeah. to go. And I think Carson would want that one back. He had Phillips wide open. He just a little bit over the top on it. I think right off the fingertips of Phillips. 3.52 to go here in the first quarter. And, again, they're going to run wide receivers everywhere, two to the left, two to the right, and Noah Vaughn in the backfield. Move Jackson Phillips to the right side of the formation. And he's going to take the shotgun snap, fake the handoff. He's going to call his own number, gets ahead. Carson's off and running, 40, 35, and down to the Bearden 30-yard line. What a run for the senior. And that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first down. Yeah, that was uh, number six there, Cody Clough again. He came up to uh, meet Carson. I think that was uh, one he's kind of wishing he didn't put his shoulder down in. 
Hey, Carson Jones, 17-yard pickup on the quarterback keeper. A little fake, had it in the gut of Noah Vaughn, rips it out, and calls his own number, runs with it. Going to slow it down. A little, little huddle here, not something you see a lot from the Red Rebels. They break huddle. Offensive line gets to the line of scrimmage. A little stack set to the left. Markell and looks like Carson Jones up top. They're going to move Gage Ledoux. A little stack set. They're going to fake the handoff. No, they're going to give the handoff. Noah Vaughn runs behind his blockers, get across the 30, pushes to the 25, cross the 20, and he rips near the, the common sense pest control red zone. They're going to say he steps out of bounds at the 21-yard line. Yeah, that was just another great hard run by Noah. I mean, he took some contact around the 30-yard line, bounced off, spun a little bit, took about two or three more hits, and, and unfortunately, I think he ran out of, out of bounds line. Pick up of nine there on first down. It's going to bring up second and one to go. Again, ball on the Bearden 21-yard line on the cusp of the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. And you can kind of see the difference. Uh, Maribel, even though they're taking a little bit more time, you know, they're ready to go. Bearden, some of the defensive line, they're trying to catch a breath. They got the hands on the hips. We're going to see if Markell gets a little room here, a little shotgun snap. Hand off to Noah Vaughn. He is piling and jumping and jiving down past the 15-yard line, and that's going to be enough for a first down. But And it's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, but inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. Yeah, it was another great hard run by him. I mean, he, had, he tried to jump over one of his offensive linemen that was on the ground at that time. They'll quickly get to the line of scrimmage. Carson has two receivers to the right. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket, and he's going to survey the defense. Kind of moves Gage Ledoux into a blocking position. He's going to take the snap, fake the pitch to Noah Vaughn, roll the pocket to the right, deliver over to Jackson Phillips. Three, two, one, touchdown, Rebels. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm sorry on the live feed. By the time it actually uh, caught it, he was already in the end zone. He was so quick. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Attempts are, are something. With 2.28 to go here in the first quarter, the, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. It now reads the Red Rebels 13 and the Bearden Bulldogs nothing. As Corbin Price steps on for his second PAT, Dunford will hold. He checks with uh, Corbin. Looks to be good. Checks with the line of scrimmage. Takes the snap. The hold is down. The kick is up. And the kick is Good. Corbin Price made the Bliss Air scoreboard change one more time, and it now reads the Maryville Red Rebels 14, the Bearden Bulldogs 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. And welcome back to Bearden High School, where Jackson Phillips puts his name in the stat category with a pitch and catch touchdown from Mr. Carson Jones. Scoreboard now reads your Red Rebels 14, the Bearden Bulldogs 0. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. Chris, Rebels are, are scoring and scoring quick. I think that was the same identical play that D.J. Burke scored on just the flip side of it. 
And uh, as Charles Trenum will kick it off one more time, that's three for three. Touchbacks, and Bearden will bring it out to the 20-yard line. Bearden will bring Parrot out one more time. And, uh, and like I said, it's not that Bearden hasn't had creativity. It's not that they haven't had uh, success. It's just this, this Maryville defense knows how to gang tackle. They know how to pursue, and, uh, and they're having really good success. Yeah, that last drive, nine plays, 70 yards, three minutes, 18 time of possession. 79 yards. My, my apologies. As Parrot will take the snap, he'll hand off to – to number 17 for Bearden. That's going to be Nico Young. He's going to try a little bit and get a little bit. He's going to get two yards on the play, three yards on the scoreboard. Brings up second and seven. Ball on the Bearden 23-yard line. And he just uh, had a good cutback. Came up the middle and met up with uh, Meneker and Diaz was waiting on him right there around the 22-yard line. Looks like that defense is making some adjustments to the play. Parrott's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Nico Young to his left hip pocket. He's going to give the handoff to Nico Young. He's going to run into a whole lot of Keyshawn Harper, and he's going to fall down at the 24-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of one, maybe two, but it's going to bring up about third and five. And I was amazed by how quick uh, Jason Meneker was back in the backfield again. I think he tricked him up a little bit. Like you said, he ran right into the uh, waiting arms of Keyshawn Harper. I think you were talking about the Bearden defense and how their, their hands were on their hips. Maryville's hands are straight down. They're ready to get after it. Parrott's going to stay in shotgun formation, surveys the defense, looks to Nico Young. Now looking to get back in the play. Takes the shotgun snap, handoff to Nico Young, fakes the throw, and he's going to go ahead forward, pick up about two needed five. So that's going to be fourth down, fourth down, four yards to go, and uh, they'll send the punt unit out one more time. And once again, that was uh – a. Jason Meneker right off the edge, hit him in the backfield, and I think he tripped him up enough. Is it interesting that Bearden continues to run right at the teeth of the Maryville defense? I think you're, you're trying to be consistent. You can't just keep going with that outside run. I mean, you're going to have to go up the middle and Break try to it up. Yeah, be consistent with it. But I think Nico Young is, is going to be their playmaker. We'll see him a lot tonight. But it looks like Ford will be in and pump formation, number 16. He's going to get a high snap, clean it up, and the kick is away. A big, booming, spiraling kick. Markell takes the fair catch at the 27-yard line. Maribel's 27, and that's where Carson Jones and company will come back out quickly after their second touchdown. So Carson Jones and company back on offense. Uh, is, uh, you know, just not a lot doing for this Bearden offense. 33 seconds to go here in the first quarter, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a shot here, Chris. Yeah, I mean, that was an incredible punt there by the Bearden punter. I mean, he backed Markell, I'd say, up at least a 9 or 10 yards from where he had originally started. But I think we were just pointing out, you know, you could tell Beard, and I think that last drive for them was only 33 seconds. This defense has to get right back out on the field. It's going to be see how quick they can uh, respond. We'll see. Looks like we're staying wide. Going to have Jackson Phillips in the backfield with Carson Jones. Two receivers to the right, two to the left. Got Noah Vaughn out in space. Him and Markell on the same side scares me. He's going to get it out in the flat to Markell, see if he can beat a guy. He gets across the 30, up to the 33-yard line where he'll step out of bounds to pick up a five on first down, second and five. How many times have I said that, Chris? <laughs> a couple times. That's a great catch there by Markell. He reached out and snagged it. Uh, you can tell by his reaction. He was a little mad he got pushed out of bounds. I think he was wanting to get a little bit more yards out of it. We'll see. Markell's going to stay out wide. Two receivers to the right out wide as well. So they'll stay wide, trying to stretch this Bearden defense. Noah back at his tailback position. He's going to move Jackson Phillips left to right across the formation. 
Survey the defense. Cleans his hands. Takes the snap. Handoff Noah Vaughn straight ahead forward. Gets across the 40-yard line and dragging Bearden Bulldogs up to the 42-yard line. That's a huge pickup of nine there on second down. And that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That's just another uh, patent Noah Vaughn runner. It's like a little pinball. He just bounces off everybody, and it's hard to bring him down one-on-one. My, my father-in-law calls that water bug. He, water he bug. calls that the water bug. And, and Noah Vaughn is a heavy water bug. But uh, Carson Jones going to move. Noah back into a little jumbo set. Going to fake the handoff to Jackson Phillips. Uncorks it. Markel Fortenberry, the intended receiver, but beyond the outstretched hands of number 19, incomplete. It'll bring up second and 10. Yeah, that was, that was also a great play there by uh, Ethan Ford, the uh, defensive back. He pushed, you know, Markel to the boundary line. Couldn't get there in time to make the catch. Ethan Ford is, is Mr. Everything. He's the punter. He's an intended receiver. He's carried the football. Uh, he's doing it all, and he had a good defense there on Markel. Uh, credit Carson. He put it in a place to where only Markel was going to yeah. catch it, and it was just beyond the outstretched arms of the 6'4 receiver. Uh, but as this first quarter has come to an end, the scoreboard reads 14 for your Rebels, zero for the homestanding Beard and Bulldogs. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming wgapradio.com. Mastercraft with a K, renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K, renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP as the start of the second quarter has some laundry, Mr. Hips, as as a hard count draws the Beard and Bulldogs off. And it's going to bring up second and five, a uh, five-yard penalty there. Yeah, and I've been uh, noticing the uh, bearded in front line. They're, they've been very aggressive, so I think that hard count was at a great time, you know, get them off set a little bit. As the penalty will be assessed, uh, the ball will be marked off. Uh, take a second and recognize this student section. Both student section for Maryville and Bearden in full uh, regalia as it's jersey night for both squads, and they've, uh, they've showed out here tonight. As the handoff's going to be straight ahead forward to Jackson no, that's Gage Ledoux, and he just goes north and south, more north than south, and he's going to get a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, down into Bearden territory, 37-yard line. Yeah, that was a big gashing run by Gage Ledoux, and, I mean, he's a heavy hitter. I think the, I saw the uh, Bearden safety's helmet came off after they collided with each other. Yeah, Gage Ledoux has been patiently waiting, and uh, that's his first entrance into the stat category, and it was a nice one. 11.34 to go here in the second quarter. Maryville leads 14 to nothing. Carson Jones and the Maryville offense on the field. Carson Jones takes the shotgun snap, 
fakes the handoff to Gage Ledoux, wants to throw it. He's going to have to dump it out in the flat to Gage. One man to beat. He gets across the 35-30, 25 and pushing. And he's going to be suplexed down at the 23-yard line, but not before he fought his way deep into Bearden territory. Yeah, and that was what, number one, Seth Arana. I mean, he was holding on for dear life and trying to hold Gage Ledoux from getting extra yards and before he suplexed him. So Gage, Gage Ledoux touched the football twice tonight, 29 total yards, 15 on one, 14 on the other. So he's a, he's your chunk guy here tonight as they're going to check out, uh, looks like Toto, and they're going to check in Hunter Ogle. Uh, again, bring in the beef. They're going to take a, a small, uh, they're going to take a small huddle, break the huddle. Carson Jones will have uh, Noah Vaughn to his right hip pocket, trips to the left. He's going to move Jackson Phillips left to right. He'll stand firm on the pilot logo. He'll fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, flip it out in the flat oh. to Markel Fortenberry in the fingers of the big senior receiver, and he gets it more than he wants it. And uh, he's going to be down to the Bearden 11-yard line. Huge pickup there by the Liberty commitment. That was actually incredible defense there by Bearden. He was right there, and, you know, Markel's big hands just took it right from him. It's the only time I ever thought threading the needle is not a good enough explanation. <laughs> Carson Jones put it only on Markel, and just a great throw. Uh, anywhere else, it's either knocked away or picked off. So good job by Carson Jones. Quickly to the line of scrimmage, Carson's going to move this stack set. Going to move, uh, looks like Jackson Phillips and Hunter Ogle. He's going to snap it. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's got to get around right end. He's going to push the pile, get down near the eight-yard line, and in true Noah Vaughn fashion, just grinding and battling down near the seven. Yeah, I, I was counting. I think I got about seven beard and uh, defenders that were down there trying to take him down, and he was not going down too easy. I'll tell you this. That, that run started at a no gain, and by Noah Vaughn's uh, push, he gets a positive three out of it. Inside the common sense pest control red zone and looking for more. Carson Jones is going to run uh, a little bit of trickeration. Carson Jones to the right. Markel Fortenberry out to the right, out to the left. Noah Vaughn at his right hip pocket. He takes the snap, flat-footed, throws it, jump ball for Markel. Does he take it? He takes it. Touchdown, Rebels! I just want you to know I had my hands up before the ball was even thrown. The only thing he didn't do was throw his clipboard. That was a Lane Kiffin impersonation if yeah. I've ever seen one. I mean, that was I, – I pointed out one-on-one -on -one <laughs> coverage up top. The safety moved over with the uh, – I think it was Jackson Phillips moving back across. And, you know, Markel would go over the top of anybody. Yeah, and, and here's the deal. Uh, I, I think Carson has great touch to put it in the corner of the end zone. The defender's in front of the football. Uh, he just he knows the hops that Markel has, and he knows the length of the receiver that he's throwing to. Uh, good pitch and catch for those two. Touchdown. The Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. Corbin Price on the hold down, the kick up. The kick is good. The Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Red Rebels 21. The homestanding Bearden Bulldogs 0. 9-16 to go here in the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389 7412 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze. It is the fourth attempt here tonight. Let's see if he puts it out of the end zone. The little scores of interest. Cleveland early up 7-0 over Farragut. Kick is a as a spinner. It's a little shorter, Chris, but it still lands on the Bulldog logo, and it will be a touchback. Yeah, I think in a film class, he might be a little disappointed about that one. It didn't go as deep as it's normally been going. And quickly, somebody hit up Coach T and gave us an update. 14 to seven now uh, is the Cleveland advantage over Farragut. Bradley Central up seven to nothing over Hardin Valley, and uh, looks like Knox Central over Heritage seven to nothing. That's a first quarter score. South Doyle. Where was that at? 7-7, South Old Anderson County. Sevier County up 7-0 over Knox West. Back to the action. Parrott will bring out the Bearden offense. And he's going to keep, uh, looks like, Nico in the backfield. He's going to give the handoff. No, that's number seven. That's going to be Jarrell Parker-Smith. And he is going to go on right guard, and he's going to get a head forward to the 21-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of one, and it'll bring up second and nine. Yeah, that's a hard run by the is that, number They're going to give him Marcus one and Smith. a half. Yeah, it was a hard a run, but he ran right into uh, Frankie Diaz sitting there waiting on him. Under nine to play here in the first half, and uh, Bearden on offense for their fourth attempt. 21 to nothing, the Maryville lead, as Parrott will look to the sideline. A freshman quarterback here, Chris, but uh, I'll tell you, he's had poise here early in this football game. Parrott's going to move the tight end left to right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little flat-footed throw in the flat. It's going to be in and out of hands of the intended receiver, Spikes. And it was uh, you see the uh, DJ Burke smack his hands because it was nearly yeah. in his hands as well. Yeah, he, he almost jumped that route. I think it hit off of him or it would have probably been a pick six the other way. Pick six would have been nice for Mr. Burks, the Appy State commit. And, uh, and, and really, a guy that's eyeing his, uh, his early start to what could be a huge year for, for Mr. Burks. Parrott's going to go straight ahead, eye formation. Parrott takes the snap, fakes the handoff, little three-step drop. going to have to run it himself, and he's going to be met and dropped behind the line of scrimmage. That's uh, Let's see who got him. Chase yeah, Vincent. Chase. Yeah, that was a great play. Uh, he was running for his life, and Vincent just grabbed a hold of him, wouldn't let him get away. Vincent's going to drop him for a loss. That's going to bring up fourth and nine. And Mr. Ford will be out for his, his next punt. He's going to stand at his own six-yard line. We'll punt this one away. Looks like deep for the Rebels, Markel Fortenberry. I think he'd like to get a return here, Chris. I see he's taking a little extra steps back this time. The punt oh, is short. away. It is he's going to go off his foot, go to the left side of the field, take a Maryville bounce, and go out of bounds at the Rebel 41-yard line. That's where they'll get it back. First and 10 Red Rebels. Chris, you talk about that. That's uh, that's Ford's is that fourth or fifth punt. Fourth punt, this I believe. Fourth punt, yes. And, uh, and, and, you know, three beauties, and this one just goes off the side of his foot. But, again, Rebel set up great field position, 7.42 to go. Uh, I think they see blood in the water. Yeah, I think they're uh... – I keep going back to that same bread and butter. I mean, Jackson Phillips across the middle has been open a couple of times. You know, I mean, you can't you can't go away from Noah Vaughn. He's you know, just being Mr. Reliable running the ball. 
Noah's going to stay in the backfield with Carson Jones to his left hip pocket. They're going to have trips to the left and Mr. Fortenberry by himself to the right. They're going to give the handoff. Noah Vaughn spin oh, move. Nasty. Oh. He gets across the 45, across the 50, and he is going to run through some Bulldogs down to the 46-yard line. I mean, I, I, felt the, I felt the percussion up here. Talk about a spin move in the backfield that yeah. was just nasty. As I say, we were at the laundromat because that was a spin cycle right there. But uh, he gets around left end and just continues to push those legs. I don't think those ever stop until they're off the ground. When I was amazed, just after his spin cycle, he was able to juke left and get by two other Bearden defenders and push ahead for an extra 10 yards. Absolutely. Quick back to the line of scrimmage. Carson Jones is going to stand on the Bearden B, and it is going to be too fast as it looks like somebody got started a little early. That's going to be a false start against the Rebels. But, uh, you know, I think uh, when you see momentum, you got to seize it, and that, that quick play is going to cost the Rebels five yards. Yeah, I think that was maybe uh, maybe gum over here on the left side. You know, uh, you know these big, big offensive linemen, they're ready to hit somebody. They're wanting to, to get that 200-yard rusher again, I believe. So they're going to go ebb and flow. They're going to stay set up <laughs> shop on the uh, on the Bearden B here at midfield, uh, going left to right here at Bill Young Field. Uh, but, uh, you know, I really think you look at it, uh, that, that's a really good play, though. I mean, just continuing to push tempo, keeping this defense really, uh, you know, having to work hard. I think that a lot of these guys are going to wear down. They're going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go right side. He's going to juke move the Bearden defenders, but uh, group in numbers or tackling in numbers is how Bearden gets down the deuce, and he's going to be dropped at the Bearden 48-yard line, and it'll be second and about 11. And that was actually a no, great play 12. there by uh, that was number 17, Nico Young, the starting running back. You know, he held his ground. He wasn't going to let uh, Noah juke him out of his shoes this time and met him head on, and the rest of the beard and defense was there to finish him off. But, yeah, you look at it, Nico, Moon, or Nico Young is going to be a huge uh, a huge piece to this beard and football team all the way around. Carson Jones is going to have trips, but he's going to move Markel left to right. Uh, he's going to hand off. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop, looks to throw it, throws oh. in the flat Markel. He runs before he catches yeah. it, and it falls incomplete to the turf. I think I think Markel saw a lot of green in front of him and just uh, just took off early. Yeah, he twisted a little bit backwards to get the ball. It was a little bit behind him. It still hit him in the hands, like I think you said. He saw that uh, open field on the opposite side that he was ready to start take off running for. Third down, 12 yards to go. Uh, quickly get to the line of scrimmage. Carson's going to have Noah Vaughn to his left. Markel Fortenberry one-on-one to the right, and he's going to have two receivers up top. Moves Markel right to left. He's going to roll the pocket to the left, looks to throw it, stands at the 50-yard line, guns it down to Carson Jones. Spin move, and he is going to pick up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, down to the Bearden 32-yard line. Huge pickup for the Jones-to-Jones Jones yeah. connection. I mean, Carson, he rolled out. And I didn't see a bearded guy within five yards of him. He just sat there <laughs> the entire field. I think he looked both ways twice. And how much does that respect, uh, I guess, the receivers to, to not send anybody to get Carson Jones to have to stay in, in coverage? Yeah, and, the, you know, for defensive backs, you know, you're running with these guys and they're able to cut and twist. You know, that was an easy catch, pitch and catch, you said, for the Jones-to-Jones Jones connection. First down, out, out just outside the common sense pest control red zone, and Carson Jones will slow it down just a touch. He'll stay in shotgun, takes the snap, fakes the handoff, wanted to throw it. He's going to step up in the pocket, and now he's going to have to run. He gets across the 30, crosses 25, 20, 15, 10, and he is going to step out of bounds inside the Bearden 10-yard line down to the 8-yard line. Just a little gallop there. Carson didn't have anything downfield, didn't have his running back. So he said, hey, five can run two. He takes it off the right side. 
Yeah, and I mean, that was great pressure there by Bearden. They were in the backfield, but he just made something out of nothing, rolled out here. I was kind of surprised he actually ran out of bounds on his own. I thought he would uh, try to lower that shoulder like we know known he's done a couple of times <laughs> a lot tonight. Of times. Well, a lot of times over his time <laughs> as a starting quarterback, but you're right. Uh, surprising to see him step out, but I think his coach would appreciate <laughs> that. But he is inside the common sense pest control, and it is first and goal here for the Red Rebels. He's going to go under center first time tonight, a little jumbo pack. He's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn. He's going to rumble across the five-yard line down to the four. That's going to be a pickup of four on first down. Second and goal, Rebels. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if that was Baby Hippo or Baby Rhino. It's one of the two uh, big game packages. They bring in the big uh, extra lineman. I think the extra linebacker, Peyton Cooper's out there, uh, Hunter Ogle. I think also was it double running backs with uh, Gage Ledoux. Yeah, it's just a jumbo pack there. It's got Gage Ledoux, Noah Vaughn in the backfield stacked up. Carson Jones under center. He's going to fake that. No, he's going to give the handoff to Noah Vaughn, and he is going to slip. Turf Monster gets him at the six-yard line. They're going to call it the seven. It's going to bring up third and goal. Ball on the six-yard line of Bearden, 428 to go here in this second quarter. Looks like uh, Maribel's going to switch it up and bring in the uh, hands unit. You know, there comes Carson Jones. I think I see Toto and Markel over here. Let's see if he gets the one-on-one -on -one coverage once again. He's going to step back in shotgun formation. One forward, one negative play out of the, the under center set. Carson's going to talk to Noah. He's going to look, clean his gloves. He's going to take the snap. A little three-step drop delivers to Noah in the flat. Five, four, three, two. And does he get in? No, they're oh, going to say down at the one-yard line. They're going to say fourth and goal at the one. Good job by Bearden of stoving up what was a full head of steam Noah Vaughn. Yeah, that was actually a really, really great stop because uh, we see Noah usually pinball off of that kind of hit. Yeah, and you know what, Noah, give him all the credit. He, he gets the ball at the eight, turns the wick up, and he is uh, he's looking to go. But I, I don't think you're going to see field goal unit here at the one-yard line. Maryville wants to make a make a statement here. Get the one. Yeah, we got the baby rhino package again. It's a baby some some animal you can see. They're going to give it to Noah Vaughn, and he is going to go untouched into the end zone. A touchdown, Rebels! Great big opening there by the offensive line in the left side. Well, here here's the deal. Sometimes you you, you got to give a little to take a little. They get down to the one yard line. Nobody panics. They go fourth and one little jumbo pack they think right off guard and uh, Noah takes it around left end touchdown and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed 334 to go here in the second quarter and Corbin Price looks to uh, to do it again his fourth PAT early here in this matchup with the Bearden Dumford to hold he takes the snap ball is down kick is up and kick is good. The new scoreboard as it's Bill Young Field. Your Red Rebels lead the Bearden Bulldogs 28-0 here in the second quarter. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel football. 
Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O Construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP as your Rebels lead the Bearden Bulldogs. 28 to nothing, 3.28 to go here in the, the second quarter, Chris. And with the fifth kickoff for Mr. Trenum, uh, the first return of the day as number 22, Sun Yi Mitchum. No, I'm sorry, number 20, Darian Bailey, the returner there for Bearden. He's going to get a little positive yardage as he gets up to the Bearden 22-yard line where they'll set up first and 10. Yeah, he kind of seemed like he didn't know what to do with the first couple of steps when he caught it like, am I in the end zone? And well, he made a good head of steam to get up to about the 21-yard line. Parrott will stay in at quarterback. We'll see if he gives some Nico Young love. He's going to give a little pitch play. Looks like that's going to be to Ford. That's going to be to Ethan Ford, and that's going to be a, a pickup of maybe a yard there. Bring yeah. up second and nine. That was a great play there by Carter Cox over here on the edge. He uh, pushed the receiver back and made the tackle and what, no gain. They're going to give him no gain. I thought he got a head forward, but we'll take it. Second and ten upcoming. Ball on the beard and 22-yard line. Near the three-minute mark to go here in the second quarter. Parrott's surveying the defense. Still has his, his running back to his right hip pocket. Moves 22 across the formation. Fakes the handoff. Not a good fake, but he's going to call his own number. Go around left end, and he is going to step out of bounds un, uh, uninterrupted at the 27-yard line. Yeah, that's a great oh, 28-yard line. What was that, number 56 for Maribel? I thought I almost had him for the side. That's Brandon Husky. Almost had him in the backfield. He couldn't just get the handful. He ran out, made a great run to the left. I think Keyshawn Harper uh, ushered him out of bounds. Pickup of six on the second down play. Third down and four upcoming. Ball on the Bearden 28-yard line. Looking for their first first down of the night. Maybe second first down of the night. Parrott's going to take, uh, take the shotgun snap. A little busted play, and he is going to be busted in the backfield. Dropped for a huge loss, Jason Manneker with the big sack. They're going to call him down at the 17-yard line, but he rolled him all the way down yeah. to the 15. And, I mean, Jason Manneker's been in the backfield all night, and I think that's his key coverage is watching the quarterback when they roll out, and he rolled right into him. Yeah, and, and Manneker, you talk about you know a busted play when, when somebody's not seeing what they think they're going to see. It takes a moment of hesitation, but – you know, I thought Manneker kept his feet, kept pushing forward, got to the quarterback, dropped him for a huge loss. Fourth down, 14 to go. Timeout on the football field. Let's take one with him. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. 
I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. Welcome back to Bearden High School. Bill Youngfield, where your Rebels lead the Bearden Bulldogs 28 to nothing. Want to thank the great sponsors here tonight. Twin City Certified Maryville, the Game of the Week sponsor. And uh, El Himidor has brought you four big Red Rebel touchdowns. Pump formation for Bearden. He's going to take it at his own two-yard line. He'll get it away end over end. It will bounce at the 49 and roll out of bounds at the Maryville 48. That will, Or 49. Or 44, Ken will get me right at some point in this season. 44-yard line, left to right here on Bill Youngfield, where it'll be first and 10, Red Rebels. And, I mean, that was almost an identical punt from last time. Almost same spot, came out, bounced left, almost the exact marker from last time. Oh, uh, have you ever seen the movie? Have you ever seen the movie Happy Gilmore? Yeah. You remember where Lee Trevino's like, mm-mm. Mm. No, Ken That's, was looking at me going, uh-uh, that ain't it. Ain't he's it. like, Go try again. again, try again. Yeah, one more again. Anyway, first down, 10 yards to go for the Red Rebels. Carson Jones will kick two receivers to the left, two to the right. Uh, looks like Gage Ledoux in the backfield with Carson. He's going to clean the hands, take the shotgun snap, hand off to Gage. He's going to go straight ahead forward, cross the 45-yard line, up to the 47. It's going to be a pickup of three there on first down. It's going to be second down, seven yards to go. And that's just a great run by Gage Ledoux. I mean, kept the uh, clock running, you know, kept his feet running. I think he landed on top of a player. I think he kept rolling. They're going to get yeah. him five there, second and five. Seems to be the yeah, mantra of the night. I think he might have landed on top of the defender, and he just kept going with it. Keep squishing, keep going. Carson Jones is going to have trips, and then he's going to move Jackson Phillips back into the tight end spot. He's going to take the snap, look to pitch, wants to throw it out in the flat to Gage Ledoux. He's going to take it, get across midfield, and that's going to be a pickup of two on second down. It's going to bring up third and three. Third and short, under two minutes to go here in the second quarter. That was great defense by Bearden. They uh, were out on the flats. They saw the play. I was <laughs> laughing about uh, Gage Ledoux. He saw all the runners ahead of him. He just put his head down and said, all right, let's stop each other. How 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 about Carson? I think that's a pitch play option number one. He, he gives the pitch up, but then notices that nobody goes with Gage and just dumps it out in the flat. Carson stays in shotgun, going to take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff, wants to throw it. He's got a nice pass to Markell, and it's complete down to the 35-yard line, and he's going to help himself out of bounds at the Bearden 33-yard line. It's going to be a first and 10 Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and I think that was uh, number six, Cody Clough, again, uh, the safety back here for uh, Bearden. He, he read it perfectly, just Carson with the perfect touch right over the top of him. Well, and there's enough cushion here that they're, they're giving Markell, what, a four- to six-yard cushion. I think that, that kind of athleticism, that's a mile. And he had to run all the way across <laughs> the field on that slant play. Carson's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to have trips to the right. He's going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield. Markel Fortenberry to the left all by himself. He's going to give the handoff. Gage Ledoux, 30, 25, 20. And he, uh, he was brought down by a group of Bearden Bulldogs, but not before. He gets another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And that was a all-out blitz by Bearden. I think uh, seven different people came on that blitz, and Gage Ledoux right up the middle passed it. Luckily for them, the safety stayed back at home and made the tackle. 
Carson Jones by himself in the backfield. He's going to move Gage Ledoux into motion. He's going to take the shotgun snap, look to the flat, and in and out of the hands of Jackson Phillips. And, yeah, a little laundry. There's a reason why Mr. Phillips couldn't get to that one. Yeah, I was going to say, it looked like Phillips was getting held up before the ball was thrown. I think that's maybe what they're calling was the pass interference before the ball was thrown. You could tell that, that Gage was in the flat was an option, but I think the hot route was Jackson across the middle, and I think the defense had no other choice. It was either hold him for 15 or, or half the distance or it's six points for the Rebels. Yeah, I think, think? I think uh, <laughs> I was like, what do you think? I'm thinking Carson's getting a little confident here with them uh, throwing in tight windows. Unfortunately, on this time, uh, it wasn't Mark Hill's big hands waiting there for it. I was like, Chris, they can't see you nod. <laughs> they can't see you nod. But uh, Carson's in shotgun. He's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. Now check that, left hip pocket after the adjustment. And uh, he's, he's calling a little, uh, little audible. He's going to take the snap, fake to Gage Ledoux, pitch and catch to number 24, Julius Toto, in for touchdown Rebels. Yeah, that's a great play. It's, it's been there all night, that little pitch and catch. I think Toto broke outside and broke inside. The defensive back was turned the wrong way, and it was an easy pitch and catch again. And as the Bliss Air scoreboard just changes, Mr. Chris, you, you know, it's just it's just a feast or famine. I mean, you've got it. You've got to respect uh, Gage Ledoux. You've got to respect Noah Vaughn. So it opens up guys like Jackson Phillips, Julius Toto, uh, to, to get some free looks. And right there, Carson Cash is in on it. Touchdown Rebels and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. As Corbin Price is on for the extra point, and the kick is down, the kick is up. Chris, is it good? It's good. It's good. And and the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Red Rebels 35, the Bearden Bulldogs 0. We'll be back in just a minute. 55 seconds to go in the second quarter, and uh, it'll be moving here later. You're listening to Rebel Radio. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. The Bearden High School in uh, in in dark West Knoxville now as the as the sun has went down and the lights have come on here at Bearden High School and the Rebels lead the homestanding Bulldogs 35 to zero as Charles Trenum kicks it away again it will go into the end zone out the back of the end zone it'll be a touchback Bearden will bring it out to the 20 yard line yeah, he almost hit to the back of the end zone pylon that's how deep that kick was and, and what I like about Trenum's stuff is it doesn't waste time getting out there. It is. It, it's back there really quick. The the returner looks up, looks over, and then goes back to the sideline. It's like a Trent, Callaway driver. He just drives well, it all the way through the back well, of the end and zone. And that's a weapon. That's a yeah. weapon in high school football, to have a guy that's just going to take away big-time returners. I mean, if you watched the rivalry Thursday game last night, the return game was huge yeah. for Fulton. So so what would that mean for them? Yeah. But uh, as Parrott brings the offense back out there, again, looking for some something, looking for some momentum. Parrott's going to look left, look right. Look to take the snap. Nico Young in the backfield. He's going to get the handoff, and he is going to go spin move. No, that's number seven for Bearden. That's going to be Parker Smith, Jarrell Parker Smith, the 5'8", 138-pound senior uh, that's going to try to get ahead forward. It's a nice pickup there on first down. 
It's going to be second down, three yards to go. Yeah, that was a great run by him. He just put his head down and uh, made something out of none out of what it looked like an easy tackle for Maribel in the backfield. Parrott's going to take the, the low snap. He's going to get it again to Mr. Mr. Parker Smith, and he's going to go around left end. Enough, oh. Not as much gain, but it is going to be enough for a first down, and it looks like there will be more added to it as there's going to be a late flag coming in. Yeah, I think Eli Haynes had him uh, wrapped up in the tackle. I think D.J. Burks was a uh, ball hawking, trying to knock the ball out and hit him after he was already on the ground, so it looks like it's going to be a personal foul on D.J. The officials will, will uh, consult about it there at about the 33-yard line. They're pointing at the Rebels, so I think you may be on to something, Hips. 21 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Again, your Rebels lead 35 to nothing, but the Bearden Bulldogs here late in the second quarter have found a little, little action, a little first down action. Yeah. That's just a tough one. I mean, I, like I said, he, it looked like he was going to try to, you know, hit the ball out, but unfortunately when the receivers are in the ground, you can't touch them. So personal foul against DJ, you're, you're correct, and it will move the football up to the Bearden 48-yard line, and it will be first and 10 Bulldogs. Parrott will take the snap, handoff again to Parker Smith, and he's going to rumble near midfield. It looks like he's going to pick up one on the play. Oh. <laughs> Keyshawn came out with the ball like, look, I got the ball. I got the ball, but I think they called the uh, four momentum he was down. Keyshawn Harper is, uh, is good to sell that. <laughs> That's going to call the, the end of the first half as a little bit of a struggle. It's going to end the first half with your score, the Red Rebels of Maryville, 35, the homestanding Beard and Bulldogs, zero. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, the Whitlock and Company halftime show. We'll be right back. You don't want to miss this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this and a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Welcome to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hips. And, and Chris, we made it to halftime, a 35 to nothing Maryville lead. Really uh, an efficient first half for the Rebels. Uh, really really saw the end zone every time they touched the football. And, uh, and just, uh, what do you say, the defense has been stifling. Just a little bit of momentum here and there for Bearden. Uh, just a nice outing here post uh, a huge game. Uh, no drop-off here. Yeah, for me, it's just, uh, I think, Bearden has been very one-dimensional. You know, they're not getting the passing yards. Every time the quarterback drops back, he's getting under a lot of pressure, so he's not been able to do anything passing-wise. You know, the running game, Maryville's just stacking the box and saying, hey, try your best to run it at us, and, you know, you'll get a good breakout here and there. I think Mr. Uh, 
was it Parker Smith that stepped in the backup running back? He's had a couple of decent runs. On the flip side of that, Maryville's offense, I mean, you play the run, they do little dunk passes over the top for big gainers. You drop back in zone, they have big cut and running backs, and Noah and uh, Gage Ledoux is just eating up yards. You, you know, I think if you look at the halftime stats here, uh, the scoreboard's what you what you care about, right? 35 to nothing's the lead, but if you, as you dig in, 20 first downs for the Red Rebels, two for the Bearden Bulldogs. 151 yards on the ground for the Rebels, 150 through the air. As efficient, as balanced as you can be. 30 yards on 17 carries is what Bearden has been able to muster. You look at total offense, 37 plays, 301. Uh, 20 plays for 30 yards for the Bearden Bulldogs, all on the ground. If you look at individual stats here in the first half, again, stats provided by Mr. Ken Main. Noah Vaughn leads the rushing category, 14 carries, 77 yards, one touchdown, had a ripping 13-yard long. Uh, Carson Jones, second in, in the rushing category, two carries, 41 yards, and then Gage Ledoux, three for 33. If you look at the receiving categories, Markel Fortenberry, four catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Carson Jones, the receiver, two for 30 yards. Jackson Phillips, two for 21 and a touchdown. D.J. Burks, two for 19 and a touchdown. Gage Ledoux, two catches, 16 yards. And Noah Vaughn, two catches for 11 yards. So spreading it around on offense, Chris, but efficient none the least. Uh, you look at 15 of 18 as Carson Jones, the quarterback, four touchdowns on the night, 150 yards passing. Uh, just, just a nice outing for the senior. Yeah, and it's been an incredible play by him. Uh, the decision makings there, you know, like I think you pointed out on that last touchdown drive by him. I think the play was a quick pitch. He saw the defensive end jump on that, pulled it down, you know, looked downfield at his other progressions and saw they were not available. Then check that back down to Gage Ledoux, who got a short cane, but I mean, just that kind of, you know, leadership, you know, poise, not giving up a bad play. Incredible play by him. And hopefully we'll uh, maybe see him for at least one more series the next. Yeah, I, th I think you're going to want to see uh, kids go into the second half a little bit just to, to continue to, to show this team that, that we play beyond two quarters of football because late in the season that, uh, that uh, durability or that, uh, that endurance is going to matter a lot more. But, uh, you know, here at the halftime, i tell you who's putting on a show, the marching Red Rebels uh, marching band out on the field. They're in uniform. They're doing somewhere over the rainbow, and they're doing a great job as they're out there uh, just, just wearing it out here on Bearden's football field. Yeah, I like the uh, costumes, like you said. Uh, what's this? Kind of like Alice in Wonderland dress. Oh, for the color guard, yeah. Yeah, for the color guard. And then the backdrops are amazing. I mean, you can see the waterfall over here, the dark, uh, was it, forest over there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's incredible to watch this. Uh, you know, each week it seems like it gets better and better. It, it, and, and, you know, as the progress of, of, of any team would go, uh, it will. It'll continue to get better. But with 12.22 to go here in the halftime show, the Whitlock & Company halftime show, let's take another break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll look around the area. But more importantly, we'll get out the red and black throwback trivia question for this week. You don't want to miss that. Again, the first correct answer on social media wins a Windy City Grill gift card. You don't want to miss that. But you're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K, renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K, renovations.com. Welcome back to Bearden High School, where you're inside the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And, Chris, uh, it is that time of the game where the red and black throwback trivia question is uh, is posted. Uh, the, the red and black throwback trivia, if you're just joining us this week, it is a, a trivia question that we post on social media. We say here on the broadcast, but post on social media. And the first correct answer on social media wins a Windy City Grill gift card uh gift card will be placed at windy city grill for their pickup and uh and, and if you haven't been to windy city grill what better way to try it than win a gift card and if you have been to windy city grill you know you want a gift card from windy city so uh without further ado the week five red and black throwback trivia question is the second longest interception return touchdown in red rebel history is 97 yards it happened against bearden uh, by mr drake martin in what year did Drake take it to the house against the Bulldogs? Let me read that one more time. The second longest interception return touchdown of 97 yards in program history came against these Bearden Bulldogs. Mr. Drake Martin was the uh, was the return man on that night. 
What year did Drake take it to the house against the Bulldogs? Again, it is in, I can give a clue. It is in, uh, it is post-2000. Let's just put it that way. There's a little helpful hint. And if Drake Martin wants to call in and uh yeah, Drake answer. Martin wants to answer it. I'm I'm down with that too. There but uh, that is a uh, that's a moment in Red Rebel history, and that is the red and black throwback trivia question for the night. So uh, again, it is about to be posted. So uh, check it out and uh, get your answers ready. But Chris, uh, uh, as Bearden's band is out on the football field, look into the second half. You know, we talk about a 35 point lead, so the clock will be moving here in the second half. But how do you how do you continue the intensity? How do you get these guys some work, but still? Uh, be about the business at hand, getting better as a football team, uh, doing things in region play, getting some guys some reps. How do you keep the, the intensity up here tonight? Well, I'm not sure how long we're going to see starters back out there. Maybe, you know, at least one more drive in hopes to get another touchdown. But, you know, for the young guys, you're going to be excited to get in the game. You know, we, we talked about how incredible the atmosphere is. Uh, you know, there's a lot of fans, a lot of red over here at Bearden tonight. And, you know, you're going to want to show out for not just your uh, classmates, but your family members that are over here. So I can see a lot of uh, young players getting in and making some big plays here for this Maribel team. There is quickly some comments on this one. I'm trying to get it loaded here uh, for whatever reason, having some uh, difficulties getting it to load. Uh, Paul Carter says 2005. Mr. Carter, that is uh, close, but incorrect. 2005 was not the year that Drake Martin took it to the house, 97 yards against the Bearden Bulldogs. So uh, the, the competition is still open. Red and black throwback trivia question. Let me read it one more time. 97-yard interception return touchdown is second longest in program history for Maryville High School. Drake Martin is, is the return man, and it happened against Bearden. In what year did Drake Martin return at 97 yards against these Bearden Bulldogs? So again, answer is still out there, still, still yet to be answered. Thank you, Paul Carter, for listening, obviously. And uh, thank you for answering our red and black throwback trivia question. Trying to see. Emily Hollis says 2015. So close. So close. I mean, literally, literally, it is uh, extremely close. 20, 2015 is, uh, is not the year. It's not the year. So continue. Thank you for listening, uh, Miss Emily Hollis. Uh, but uh, just one more go at it. I will say I will say the second answer is closer than the first. Let's go with that. I think that helps. Yeah. Again, getting some followers out on on tonight. Uh, Tony Clark has uh, has checked in with us tonight. So thanks, Tony, for for listening. Thanks for for uh, all that you do and have done uh, for Maryville High School. Uh, Tyson Flannery followed us on Twitter. That's kind of a big deal. That's a big pickup. As uh, as if you like uh, if you like Red Rebel stuff. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Rebel Radio underscore WGAP is where you can get us. It's always, uh, I will say it's interesting content. I, 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 I'm not uh, enough to say, because I know the guy who puts it up. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that it's good content, but I, uh, I give a good effort. So let's, let's go with that. But uh, I've got any scores from around the area, Chris. A lot of games being played tonight. A lot of, a lot of regional games to be played. Yeah, so uh, looking at some of the local teams nearby, uh, Alcoa, of course, is not playing tonight. They got the uh, COVID victory Sitting over Pigeon Forge. Yeah. You know, maybe get another week to uh, salter about what could have happened last week for them. But, so let's look at some of the other games. Uh, <laughs> Dobbins-Bennett is up 21-7 to over West Ridge late in the second quarter. Lesbethan is up 14 to nothing over Granger. Greenville's up 28-0 to over Volunteer. I just want to take this moment to say that Chris said Elizabethan. That's a that's a win in our in Science our crew. I'll Hill just say that. Is a thirty-three to seven over William Blunt. 
Seymour is now up 14-7 over Sullivan East late in the second quarter. Um, Bradley Central is up 7-zip over Hardin Valley. Hey, way to go, Austin East. Up 21-8 over Northview Academy. That uh, that would be the Roadrunners' first victory if they could hold on. Yes, another one we were talking about earlier, Farragut is up 21-14 over Cleveland at halftime. Blue Raiders better step it up. Another big matchup going on down the road. Coalfield's up 18-0 over Carter. Gatlinburg, Pittman, 21, Union County, 6. Greenback's up 7-0 over Oliver Springs. Uh, let's see. Knox Central is up 21-0 over another Blount County team, Heritage. Knoxville Hall is up big, 42-6 over Cock County. Hey, there's a there's a barn burner there. The, man, the men from south of the river, South Doyle. Yep. South Doyle, 21. Anderson County, 17. You know, Anderson County... Even though they're one and three, they're a tough team this year. Well, they're tough every year. Honestly, normally it just turns into victories, and this year they've they've been on the wrong side of it. Another one here, West, four and zero is up fourteen to thirteen on Sevier County at halftime. Hey, Richard Morgan's happy about that. He's a Smoky Bear from way back, so uh, he's he's rooting on those Smoky Bears. Carnes, two and two Carnes is up fourteen to zip on Campbell County. That's four and zero late in the second quarter. Oak Ridge. At one and three is 22 over uh, Lenore City, zero. And the big other game we were talking about tonight, Powell and Clinton. Uh, Powell's up 14 to zip at halftime in that matchup. Emily Hollis drops another one and says, is it 2014? I'm going to say if you get any closer, I'm going to have to give it to you. It is not 2014. We're getting there. We're going down toward it. <laughs> Emily uh, Hollis, if you're still listening, thank you for continuing to, to get in on this red and black throwback trivia. Trying to see. I know, of course, one big game everybody was asking about tonight, Oakland and Siegel. Um, it's still showing no score at the moment. Ray County's up seven to zip on Ottawa. And another big matchup out west, a team we might see later on in the playoffs, Riverdale and Rockville. It's seven zip Riverdale. Thanks. Say that three times fast. Riverdale yeah. and Rockvale. But anyway, we're going to take a break here in the Whitlock and Company PC halftime show. When we come back, we're going to give love to the sponsors that make Rebel Radio possible and then get back to second half action here from Bearden High School. Bill Youngfield, where your Rebels lead the Bearden Bulldogs 35 to nothing. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Come on! Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them how we do it. Show them, show them how we do it. Welcome back to Bearden High School inside the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. Want to, want to give love to the sponsors, Chris, that make this happen. Uh, Twin City Certified in Maryville, the Game of the Week sponsor. Each and every week, Twin City steps up and names each and every week, both for, for Maryville and Alcoa football. Uh, so they're all over 
Blount County as it pertains uh, to sponsorship of football. Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey State Representative District 20, and REO Cheesewagon each and every game day hooked in, logged in, tuned in. Uh, they're ready to go for Rebel Radio. Uh, oh, man, it happened. Uh, Whitlock & Company PC is the halftime show sponsor. Everting Orthodontics gives you the pregame. Broadway Barbershop is the postgame sponsor. Dwight Price of Realty Executives give you the first downs. Kickoffs are brought to you by Carico Construction. Touchdowns here tonight brought to you by El Himidor Mexican Grill. The Common Sense Pest Control Red Zone. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage gives you the timeouts. Smoky Mountain Axe House is having a tussle figuring out who's going to be this week's player of the game. The Huddleston Law Firm and Bliss Air, all great sponsors of Rebel Radio. But uh, without further ado, uh, Paul Paul Carter said 05, but then Christy Baker-Holmes said 2013. That is the correct answer. 2013 is when uh, the the 97-yard interception return touchdown came against the Beard and Bulldogs. So, again, we'll message you the uh, the location, the winner, and how we will get you the gift card. But uh, nonetheless, you are the victor of our uh, our trivia question, and thank you uh, for checking in with us. Uh, a lot of, lot of responses here this week. Uh, either there's a really lot of people that like Windy City or uh, there's a lot of people that know a lot about the Rebels, maybe a little of both. Yes, and I wish I could answer. I mean, that Windy City food is amazing. I'm also really excited to get back home next week for uh, – when was it the black smoke cheese? Oh, cheese. REO cheese wagon. Oh, yeah, what man. they do, it, it's a, it's amazing. I, I can't uh, I can't thank them enough. And and really, it's just uh, amazing what they're what they're able to do with a grilled cheese. Uh, it's a uh, what will they call it? Grilled cheese with a uh, with a with a twist. But it's a I'll tell you, it's a it's a it's got chicken on it twist. It's a Reuben twist. It's a Seven pieces of bacon twist. I mean, I, I like it. I'm hungry just thinking about yeah. it, Chris. I was just thinking, Derek, you know, he said they can't wait to uh, finally be home next week. But I think me and you are ready to get home just as quick. <laughs> Maybe for different reasons. <laughs> but, hey, it's, it's all important nonetheless. But uh, as we close up the Whitlock & Company PC halftime show, uh, looking forward to the second half here is the Rebels lead 35 to nothing over the Bearden Bulldogs and look to see a lot of new Rebels here in the second half. Excited for the Rebels, excited for these young players, but excited for a quick start here at Bearden High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. You can't stop uh, Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give them that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. And welcome back to third quarter action as the clock has been reset to 12 minutes. I'm Wayne Kaiser and alongside Mr. Chris Hips and uh, and Chris, the Rebels get the football here to start the second half. Yeah, I mean, they couldn't ask for anything better than the start of this half. You know, getting the ball, uh, what, the fourth game, I think, in a row they deferred when they had the opportunity. Well, you weren't there last week. It's the fifth game in the row, I believe. 
they didn't win the toss last week, but uh, but they did get the ball in the second half. Looks like deep for the Red Rebels is going to be number 23. That's going to be Ty Elder. I'm, I'm trying to see those numbers. Number 13, Carter Cox, and number Gage 28, Gage Ledoux. So they're gonna they're gonna flash the light show here at Bearden. Looks like that's a thing. If you have LEDs, you work the light show. Uh, I wonder how long before Maribel might implement it. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Tradition is a thing. Uh, Bearden's going to kick it away. That's a, a low line drive. It's going to bounce, and Gage is one to take it. He's going to step into the end zone, and it is going to be a touchback because he crossed into that Bearden end zone. So Maribel's going to take it out to the 20-yard line and arguably their worst starting field position of the night. And I, that was just a great play by Gage Ledoux. He, he could have probably easily called it outside, but he, saw, he looked over his shoulder. Saw that, you know, there's five Bearden players, you know, breaking down on him. So he just let it go in the end zone and picked it up. Yeah, I thought that was a great play and good conscious effort there. As it's going to be first down, 10 yards to go. Ball on the Maryville, on the Maryville 20-yard uh, line. Looks like new quarterback into the game. Number seven, Charlie Schweger. Charlie's going to stand in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give the handoff straight ahead, and it is going to go to number 26. That's going to be Tez Dozier, and he's going to pinball off a lot of Beard and Bulldogs, and he's going to move the sticks up near the 25-yard line. That was just a quick run by Tez. I mean, he right up the middle hole behind the center. I'm sorry, 35-yard line. Let me get my yard lines right. That's a 15-yard pick up there. That was a great run, though. Like I said, he was right up. Uh, behind the center, made a big run, uh, cut back out left, almost spun out of another tackle. Looks like a, a few different receivers into this game too, but Schwager and Dozier is going to be the uh, quarterback tailback connection. He's going to stay in shotgun, two receivers to the right. He's going to fake the handoff to Dozier, flip it out in the flat to number 10, Caleb Dumford, and he's going to try to get north and south. Spins out of the first tackle, gets across the 40-yard line up to the 41. It's going to be a pickup of six there on first down, second and four upcoming. And that's just another uh, heads-up run there by Dutchford. Uh, he saw the uh, cornerback sit down. You know, he made a quick, quick catch and then spin cycle again to get away from him. Well, the good thing is Dumford, he's a, a former quarterback turned wide receiver, so he, he knows how to support in broken down, uh, broken down coverage. Swager's going to look to the sideline, get the play from Coach Hunt, and he's going to look to uh, check at the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the left. Dozier's going to flip from the left to the right hip pocket. Stays in shotgun. Snap is made. Hand off to Dozier, and, and he's going to spin out of it. He's going to get across the 40-yard line and make something out of nothing, Chris. He gets across the 46 up to the 47. Tez Dozier. He's just kept those feet moving. Yeah, and that was, uh, I think, Ethan Ford that hit him in the backfield, and he just spun right out of it made it up the field. Uh, that's, I guess you could hear the uh, crowd behind us not too happy about that. I mean, that's a that's a two-yard loss yeah. turned to a six-yard gain. That's a that's a huge play uh, for the young running back. Going to check a little slower pace here, but, again, efficiency is what they're after here, getting these guys some reps. Dunford and Dozier's going to be to the right, going to have two receivers to the left, and uh, Schwager's going to be in the backfield by himself. He's going to move Tez in motion. He's going to fake the handoff. Schwager's going to call it himself. He gets across the 50, up near the 45, and he's going to be driven back to the Bearden 47-yard line. That's going to be the pickup point, and it's going to be a pickup of eight there on first down. That's a big pickup for the backup quarterback. Yeah, that's just a great call. He saw the open of the middle of the field wide open. Uh, 
broke it out down here and then made sure to uh, switch the ball to his offhand so he didn't get, take a big hit on his left shoulder. I'll tell you, this clock continuing to move is chewing up quick as it's nearing the eight-minute mark as uh, the, the uh, second-string guys are making it happen. Yeah, and I'm no, trying to get some of the players. Uh, you got big old 86, Eli Elkins, one of the probably tallest tight ends you'll see in this league. He's a big kid. Got an 88 out there, Jax Kirby. Schwager's going to get the high snap. He's going to hand to Dozier. Dozier moves those feet and continues to drive and gets near the first down marker. Does he have it? He has it. Another one. Yeah, just kept his feet moving, uh, churning, and got the uh, make sure he got to the marker. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, and the sticks will move. 7.55 to go here in the third quarter. A little inside out. They're going to take uh, number 24, Julius Toto, out of the game and bring in number 46, Hunter Ogle. Hunter Ogle's been the beef package. He, he comes in when you need a big-time blocker. I'm trying to get some of the new offensive linemen. I saw uh, Jackson Whitehead, number 62, Raleigh Knox, number 65. They're going to stack up number 86, Eli Elkins there. He's a good player on the basketball floor, but a really good player on the football field. As Tez Dozier's going to try to run off right guard, nothing doing. He's going to take a two-yard loss there as, as he doesn't go down. I think the legs keep churning to keep him upright, but Bearden stops forward progress, two-yard loss on the play. Brings up second down, 12 yards to go. Let's see, I also see number 60, Luke Roberts, number 67, Damon Morgan, and number 77, Logan McLemory. See Riley Knox in there on that offensive line, 5'11", 235-pound senior, Getting him some reps for the Red Rebels. Number 62, I think you said Jackson Whitehead in there. It's big plays for him. Schwager's going to flip Tez Dozier left to right. He's going to move Elkins in motion. Schwager's going to try to get the hard count. Let's see if he, what they're going to call here. I think somebody got a timeout. Yeah. Timeout, Red Rebels. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio right here on WGAP, 1059 FM, 1400 AM and streaming WGAPradio.com. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Welcome back to Bearden High School. Bill Youngfield has saw a uh, a lot of Rebels as uh, they are up on the Bearden Bulldogs 35 to nothing. And the, the second string offense is out and moving, Mr. Hips. Chris Hips alongside myself. And uh, it is second down, 12 yards to go after the timeout. Schwager's going to move Eli Elkins right to left. Stack him up at the tight end spot. Takes the snap. Gives the handoff to Dozier, and he's got a lot of green. Gets across the 40, across the 35-30 and pushed out of bounds at the Bearden 25-yard line. The only only thing that was left next next to that push out, he's in the end zone. Yeah, and I was about to say, is that Noah out there? Because, I mean, that was some fast feed. I, they said uh, Tess Dozier might be uh, 
a little bit quicker on feet wise than uh, Noah is. And he broke it out there, a big, big uh, jump out to the left side, and like you said, almost could have stayed in bounds and got a big uh, first down or touchdown. Yeah. Number twenty six goes for twenty two on that pickup. Nice, uh, nice game there off left tackle, and just really, like you said, got north and south quick, and uh, and, and moved it upfield quickly to the line of scrimmage. Going to keep him in the backfield with Mr. Charlie Schwager. Snap. Gives the handoff to Dozier. They're not fooled that time. They're going to give him forward progress back to the line of scrimmage, but that will be no gain on first down. Brings up second down, 10 yards to go. Ball sits at the Bearden 25-yard line, going left to right. Laundry on the field. A legal procedure against the Red Rebels, so it will be a little longer of a uh, first down. Yeah, I'm surprised they actually took that uh, penalty because I mean, he hit it for a, a yard loss. That's a good play there by uh, number 91, Eric Little, on a big tackle in the backfield. Uh, a little bit more room. Looks like you're going to see Toto, Julius Toto out there. You're going to see Jax Kirby out here in the flat, and then you're going to have Elkins and maybe Dunford up top. I think this is a this is a throwing play if I've ever seen one. He's going get to get it out in the flat to Dunford. It's going to be a low throw. It's going to call it incomplete, a little skip-hop action. But it's going to fall in, compete. I think Schwager saw that uh, Dunford with the football had a lot of room to move and just uh, just short-armed it there. Yeah, I think it maybe skidded off the uh, turf, and Dunford made a great play on it. A uh, great block there by Eli Elkins on the outside, on the outside left cornerback. Could have been going for a big game. As looks like Schwager's going to check it at the line of scrimmage, make a little adjustment, step back into normal shotgun. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's he's poised. He's looking to throw. He's going to roll the pocket. Going to have to evade some some pressure. Now he's going to take off. He's going to go inside the 25 and push some Bulldogs down to the 22-yard line. Eight-yard pickup there on second down. I think that gets it well, uh, you, you know, a little bit more manageable. You pick up eight there, uh, you're going to get down to what? Third and seven. Third and seven. So I think there's a, there's a lot of options here and the position on the field that you're in. I think you got two plays to do it. And yeah, that was a great play there by him. I mean, he saw the pocket was breaking down. Looked like he was about to go upfield and cut it back out to the right and got an extra two or three yards out of it. Toto checks out. Uh, looks like Hunter Ogle will check in. Swagger is going to move uh, Eli Elkins right to left on the formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give the handoff to Dozier. Dozier is going to think left, cut back middle, and push the pile down to the Bearden 19-yard line. going to be a pickup of three. It's going to bring up fourth and four. Decision time here, and the decision has been made. Looks like Corbin Price will come in for an attempt. That was a great run, though, by Tess Dozier. It looked like he was going to try to take it outside. Just uh, turned his foot in and uh, went uphill. Tried to spin out of a tackle. Unfortunately, the rest of the beard and defense was there to finish off the tackle. Really good vision, absolutely. But it looks like on the uh, kick attempt, it will be Charles Trenum to hold, Corbin Price to try. But it looks like uh, a little ice action possibly as Bearden will take a timeout. Let's take one with them. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. 
Welcome back to Bearden High School where Corbin Price has it teed up to add to what is a 35 to nothing Rebel lead as Corbin Price's kick is up, partially blocked, no good. Corbin Price's attempt is no good and the Bliss Air scoreboard will remain. 35 for your Red Rebels, zero for the homestanding Bearden Bulldogs. Uh, Chris, just a you know, good rush up field by Bearden. They get in there, the gunner kind of takes the jump and just times it perfectly, catches yeah. the edge of the football. Yeah, it was Sam Tummins, number three. He, he read it perfectly, jumped off, and uh, just got a hand on it. I mean, it almost still fell almost through the uprights. I think it came up maybe two or three yards short. I'll tell you, that that uh, whoever's hand touches that football is going to feel it for a little while as, uh, as Corbin's got a leg on him. But uh, Parrott's going to bring the offense back out there. He's going he's gonna to move some pieces around as he sees what the Rebel defense is in there. A lot of new faces out there. As Parrott's going to quick quick snap, drifted to the uh, right-hand side, pitch and catch. And that's going to be enough for a Bearden first down. Looks like that's Ethan Ford. Yeah. No, that is Giesica, yeah, number 15, not 16. Max Giesica. He yeah. is a six-foot, 172-pound senior. First action of the game. That was Noah that came up on the uh, tackle. Noah Limbaugh. All right, Parrott's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to number seven, Parker Smith, and he is going to be gobbled up and dropped in the backfield. Uh, loss of at least a yard. That's going to bring up second and 11. And yeah, that was a uh, big number 81, Aiden Greer there on the tackle. It held on. Just even though they try to spin out of it, he's like, you're not getting away from me today. If you're just joining us, 2-11 to go here in the third quarter of play. Maryville leads 35 to nothing over the Bearden Bulldogs. Bearden on offense going right to left here on Bill Young Field. Parrott with the shotgun snap. He's going to take the snap, three-step drop, going to have to evade the pocket. He is going to get it out in the flat to number nine. That's going to be Spikes, the 6'2", 156-pound senior, and it's going to be a pickup of about seven, and it's going to bring up third and four. Third and four, they're going to give him six. And that's and, a great uh, play there by Cox. I mean, he read that all the way, and unfortunately, I think he almost hit Spikes just enough to knock it away I, from I think him. it was a good job by Hames of really kind of altering that pitch, too, because he jumped the jumped to throw. Parrott's going to roll the pocket to the right shotgun snap, and he's going to look for, for an option. Nothing there. He's going to tuck it and run, and he is going to run into some Rebels and push ahead forward. I think he's going to pick up that first down. What a gritty play by the freshman Bearden quarterback. Yeah, that was uh, number 30 came up. Uh, who's that? Mr. Hunter Olivet. He almost got him at the line of scrimmage, but I think uh, the quarterback did a great job of keeping his feet moving and got the first down for him. Yeah, a lot of young Rebels in on this football, on this defense, and, and they're having some really good minutes. As Parrott's going to hand it. Uh, to Parker Smith. Parker Smith's going to get around right in, and he's going to make something of it. Pick up of nine as he gets into Rebel territory down to the 48-yard line. Yeah, that was a great run there by Parker Smith. I mean, it looked like he was going to be hit at the line of scrimmage, bounced out, got nine out of it. I think Noah Limbaugh out there on the safety came in for the uh, shoestring tackle. Looks like they're making some adjustments on this defense. A lot of Rebels in there. Number 17, Hutton Jones getting some time. And looks like Parker Smith's going to try to go left. And that's not a location he's going to get gained as he picks up about a half yard. But looks like he's short of the first down. But laundry on the field. Yeah, and that was a great run by him. But he was going too much east to west, not north to south. And Elijah Pretch got the uh, tackle on him. I think they might be looking at either holding or a face mask. 
neither team is, is really moving either direction. But as they think about it, the third quarter comes to an end. The clock hits zeros. So whatever this is, it's going to be a face mask against the Rebels. A face mask against the Rebels. That's going to be first down Bearden. Uh, they were short of the first down, but with the penalty, we'll get a first down. But as the penalty is claimed, uh, let's see. I don't think we can uh, end a quarter on a penalty, so they'll probably get one untimed down. Is that I think that's the way it plays. Yeah. Ken shakes his head yes, so I have full confidence now. Now they're going to say, hey, it's on the ball up. He's telling them because of their sideline. End a quarter. They're going to call into quarter. So as three is in the books, we head to the fourth with your Rebels leading the Bearden Bulldogs. 35 for your Rebels, zero for the homestanding Bearden Bulldogs. We'll be back with fourth quarter action. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Bearden High School fourth quarter action where your Rebels lead the Bearden Bulldogs 35 to nothing. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. As uh, three are in the books, Mr. Hips, and it's uh, it's a lot of offense to, to show for the Rebels. 211 on the ground, 156 through the air. But uh, Bearden there in the third quarter doubled their output there for this football game. A big drive there. As Bearden comes out of the third quarter with the football, oh. a, uh, a parrot pass intended for number 11. Well, let's see who it was. It was for Buchanan, and it goes in and out of his hands. Another one of those running before you make the catch plays. It's going to bring up second down. Yeah, but where he was, I mean, Hutton Jones was right there on his uh, hip pocket. I don't think he's going to get many yards after the catch. Second down, 10 yards to go. Incomplete passes will not stop this clock. We continue to move under 11 and a half. Parrot in shotgun formation in, uh, in really throw-only mode. Parrott's going to take the shotgun snap, fake the handoff, look to roll the pocket to the right. He is going to be chased, and he's going to get to the 40 and rip it, and it is going to skid out of uh, out of any kind of trouble and in and out of the hands of intended receiver uh, Gasicki, Max Gasicki. He's a six-foot, 172-pound senior and uh, landed at his feet. And that was a great pressure there by Maddox Stott and also uh, on number 30, Hunter Olivet got to the rush. Uh, Forced an errant throw by the quarterback. Parrott is going to be faced with a third down, 10 yards to go as we uh, near the 10 and a half minute mark. Just continue. When this thing doesn't stop at each play, it chews it up quick. Parrott's going to have to evade the rush. He's going to be looking for a throw, looking for a throw. He's going to pull it down and run it himself. Gets across the 25, and he is going to be met and dropped but not before. Looks like he's going to pick up a first down. Yeah, they signal move the change. First down, Bearden. Good run by the freshman. Yeah, and he just, I thought he was going to run out of bounds, short of the uh, line of scrimmage, but he actually just stayed in bounds, put his head down, and made sure he got the first down. Yeah, we got a Rebel down on the far side. I think it's Carter Cox. Is that is that the 13 that I see? Yeah, looks like he's probably just cramping up a little bit. He's uh, reaching for that calf muscle, you know. He's been actually playing all four quarters right now. 
56. Brandon Huskies into the football game for the Rebels as uh, as look like they're going to work out. Uh, Mr. Carter Cox, you're right. He's he's been a, he's been going all four quarters and just a little tensed up. But as he's getting worked out, let's take another break. Lee Franks, a volunteer on mortgage timeout. We'll be back in just a minute. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Welcome back to Bearden High School. During the break, they get back to play, and number 56, Brandon Husky, drops uh, the quarterback for no gain on the play. Brings up second down and 10. Second down is a run play by the quarterback, Perry, and he's going to run it to the left sideline and pick up nearly half of what he needs. It's going to bring up third down, five yards to go. Ball on the Rebel 18-yard line. Yeah, that was a great play by him. Uh, I think number 30, Oliver, almost had a – Angle up for the sack. Uh, he got away, ran out of bounds before uh, Cade Wheeler could get to him. They're looking to put some points on the board here, Chris. And, and what does it mean for this Rebel defense to kind of hold on to the shutout? They're going to hand it to Mr. Parker Smith, and uh, he's going to run straight ahead forward and into a big wall known as the Red Rebels. And that was number uh, 71 right there. That's Maddox Stott again uh, holding up the play and making sure to keep him short, maybe a yard or two short. They're going to say pickup of three brings up fourth and two. Ball will sit at the Rebel 15-yard line, 15 and maybe 14 and a half. And you know, this young defense is wanting to uh, complete this shutout for their uh, offensive starters as well. Herod with the shotgun snaps, going to look to throw. He's going to deliver it over in the middle, and it's going to be complete. Enough for a first down, down to the Rebel eight-yard line. It's going to be first and goal, Bearden, and, uh, and they continue to have life. Eight and a half minutes to go in this football game. Clock continues to run. Rebels lead 35 to nothing. If you, if you want to know how this happened, all first quarter action on the scoring plays, Carson Jones near perfection in the throw game. Parrott's going to look to throw in the flat. He gets it to number nine across the middle, spikes, and it is going to be down to the one-yard line. It's going to be second and goal upcoming, ball on the one. And I think if the pass wasn't so low, spikes probably catch that and walks into the end zone. Inside eight minutes to go here in this matchup. Parrott looking to get the board moving. Number seven, Parker Smith's going to run straight ahead forward. I don't think he made it, Mr. Hips. No, they're calling him short. I mean, that was great defense there on the right side. I see uh, number 58, 71. That's uh, Tristan Swank and also Maddox again right there. Uh, Maddox Stott holding their own and making sure they can get in the end zone. Stingy to say the least. He gains not an inch. It's going to be third down goal to go. Still from the one. Parker Smith still the running back. Parrott still the quarterback. Parrott's going to look to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to look to deliver in the flat, and I think it's going to be caught. 
And that is going to be touchdown number 15. Number 15, Max Gusecki. And the light show is working. <laughs> and you would think uh, by the excitement of the uh, student section down here below sure. us, uh, that was a game-winning touchdown. You, you know what, though? They're, they've got some life going. <laughs> they've, they've scored. And, and, you know, on Jersey night, you need to get excited. Have so 35-6, to six, the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. The Bulldogs add a touchdown, uh, pending extra point. Trying to see who the kicker is here. I think it's uh, Ethan Ford. Yes, number 16. Ethan Ford with the extra point attempt is no good, so the Bliss Air scoreboard will remain. Your Red Rebels 35 and the Bearden Bulldogs 6. The, the difference, Mr. Hips, is that stops the running clock. That will take it under 35-point advantage. And the clock will move as normal now. So uh, the Rebel offense will come out here trying to get that thing moving once again. But uh, Bearden has scored. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee, for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Himidor offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Himidor Mexican Grill. Located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Himidor Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. to Bearden High School as the Bearden Bulldogs have added to the scoreboard as it is now 35 for your Red Rebels, 6 for the homestanding Bearden Bulldogs as they'll kick it away. Number 47 will kick it for Bearden, and it will be taken by the upman Carter Cox at the 17-yard line, and he's going to go north and south. He gets ahead across the 30-yard line, across the 35, and that's where he will uh, be wrestled down, and that's where the, the Rebel offense will set up shop. Number 47 for Bearden, the kicker. Uh, Jack Downey, 5'9", uh, 195-pound sophomore. And that's a great play by Carter Cox. You know, uh, We saw Bearden was trying to strip at the ball, and he made sure just to go down and not, uh, give up a fumble and any more momentum. So so here's the deal. 708's where it's at, and like I said, that stopped the running clock with that score by Bearden. Does the Rebel offense look to push the issue and try to get in the end zone, or do they just, just continue to work uh, just standard plays and get these guys some real good meaningful reps? For you know, Coach Hunt is going to want to see what his uh, young quarterbacks can do. You know, you want to keep trying to push the issue. Schwager's going to flip it out in the flat to Tez Dozier. Tez gets upfield, gets to the sideline, and cuts it north and south. And he is going to streak to the 49-yard line. Big pick up there on first down, and that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and that's just another great bounce out by Maribel running back. I mean, Dozier looked like he's about to uh, – be stopped for about four or five yard gain, bounces outside and gets an extra seven, eight yards before he was tackled by number 25, Skylar Terry. You know, and give Bearden some credit. That last drive, that scoring drive, a 16 play, 80 yard, nearly eight minutes off the clock drive. So they, they were able to put something together that they can they can really use good film on uh, next week. But Schwager still in at quarterback. He's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Going to have Mr. Dozier to his right hip pocket. He's going to fake the handoff. He's going to get it out in the flat. And is that Markell? Markel Fortenberry back into oh, the football 15. game. 15. That's Ellie Cobble. Eli Cobble. Eli Cobble, yeah. 
Yeah, he caught that in the Sorry. flat. He has all kinds of uh, <laughs> he has all kinds of sweatbands, so he's yeah. far side of the field. Eli Cobble. Was I wasn't the only one that thought it was, it was, it was Mark. It was a great Hill. catch of the ball a little bit behind him that made you think very esque. It was very uh, very clean catch, but it's going to be second now, four to go. Ball on the Bearden 45-yard line, 622 to play in this football game. Schwager's going to move the formation a little bit. He's going to trot across Jacks Kirby, and he's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to call his own number, go straight ahead forward, 40-35, and he's still running. He's going to run down near the 31-yard line, and that's a straight-ahead run for the backup quarterback, and uh, somebody's fearless, Chris. Yeah, and that was just a great – I think uh, I saw Beard and about two or three other players jumped out on the uh, pitch out toward uh, Tess Dozier that they ran the previous two plays, and he saw the opening was wide open. You see who's out here in the in the flat right here? Number 14, Zeke McCoy into the football game. That's an interesting dynamic. New running back also, number 36 for Maribel. That is Jacob Morris. Jacob Morris, and that's a great story. He's going to fake the handoff to Morris, deliver out in the flat. That's going to be to 85. That's going to be – Caius Watts. No, that's the 86. I think that's the big uh, Eli Elkins, right? I'm just going to let you call the numbers. Well, I, got, I, got, I got the cheat off. He does have binoculars. I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, but anyway. That's a big receiver. That's the only reason he gave away to me. It's a big dude. Big dude, nonetheless. Eli Elkins on the catch. Sorry for those, <laughs> those that have to deal. <laughs> but uh, Schwager is going to look to the sideline, checking the play. It's going to be second down, four yards to go. Ball on the Bearden 25. 5.32 to go here in this football game. He's going to step back in shotgun. I'm going to have Morris to his left. He's going to hand it to Morris, and Morris is going to try to get ahead forward. He's going to get down to the 22-yard line, maybe 23. It's going to be a pickup of two there. It's going to bring up third and three, the infamous. If you're a Tennessee fan, third and three uh, shakes you a different way. Yeah, that was a great play by the uh, defense there. They they read it, you know, they saw the pitch coming, they made the tackle on the back foot. Luckily, Morris fell forward. This is a bit this is a big set. Jaden McCoy in at the running back position for, for Maryville. You want to check that with the binocular? <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good call. Zeke McCoy and Caleb Dumford out here in the flat. They check it at the line of scrimmage. He moves Mr. Eli Elkins left or right. He's gonna take the shotgun snap. He's gonna fake the handoff. And then Mr. Schwager's going to have to take it himself. He goes straight ahead, maybe back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to bring up fourth down. I think it's going to be fourth and two. Yeah, he was, he's trying to spin out of uh, the tackle from Cody Clout, and he almost made it to the line of scrimmage, but I think number 47 for them. Uh, Jack Downey actually made the tackle. Ball at the 22-yard line. They're going to go for it here on fourth down, leaving the offense out there. Chris, is this a hard count opportunity, or is this is this truly we're going to go for it? No, I think this is just trying to catch them. You can see Bearden's got guys running on all different ways, so I think you're trying to catch them off guard. Let's see what they pull here. They've got a tight bunch on defense. Schwager's looking for the hard count, and I think he gets it, and he gets it. Let's see who they call it on. It's like encroachment. The, the They're going to call offside. Yeah, the guy's yelling that he is the right guard move, but I don't know that he's going to get that kind of love. I think it's going to be offsides against Bearden. Let's see. Let's get the official here. Whitehead walks to midfield. He's going to say offsides against Bearden Bulldogs. That's going to be first down Rebels. That's going to get them inside the common sense pest control red zone as a uh, I don't want to say the last time of the night, but uh, with 3.56 to go, Chris, I think they would uh, it'd be okay to, to wind this one down. Yeah, and you know these young guys, though. They want to get a touchdown. They want to get their name in the scoreboard. 
Number 31, Wyatt Russell's into the football game for the Rebels. Continue to get new guys in here. Love that they rotate a bunch of kids in here late in these football games. Charlie Schwager's going to look at, uh, I think it's still Jaden McCord. Yes. Jaden McCord. Schwager's going to get the thing. He's going to flip it out in the flat. That's going to be, I believe, number 15. He's going to get straight ahead. I said that one wrong, too. He gets down inside the 10 near the <laughs> six-yard line. That's going to be another first down. Eli Rebels. Elkins, number 86. That's your, your guy, right? Yeah. You're an Eli He's got to look. He's the tallest guy on that side. Well, I'll tell you, they only catch the football when their numbers are <laughs> away from me. That's how that works. But uh, anyway, LASIK's not paying off for me here tonight. 3.16 to go in this football game, and the Rebels are inside the Bearden 10 looking to add to their big-time lead. Schwager's going to have McCord in the backfield. He's going to hand it to McCord. And McCord goes straight ahead forward. Three, two, one. Touchdown, Rebels. Yeah, this is a great power run. The offensive line blew up that right side of the defense of Bearden, and it was just a walk-in for him. And, and McCord, just, just what he's able to do, he came up and talked to Jude and I last, last week. He's a guy that works really hard, and, uh, and for him to get in the end zone, that's just huge for him. Uh, here tonight at Bearden, but in his time just playing for Maryville High School. The Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. It's 41-6 to now, the Rebels. And uh, looks like, is that Corbin Price? That is Charles Trenum. I didn't. I saw the nine. And Dunford's had to hold down since Trenum's doing the kicking. <laughs> Dunford to hold. He's, hold. he's held the PATs as Trenum's kick is up and good. The PATs are almost automatic here at Maryville, and the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads 42 for the Rebels, 6 for the homestanding Bearden Bulldogs. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And give some love to Mr. Jaden McCord as he is uh, he is now in the stat line with a big-time touchdown there to get this one back moving as now the advantage is 36 and the clock will continue to run. Looks like Corbin Price will kick it off. Carico Construction kickoff has been Charles Trenum most of the night. But now Corbin's going to get his uh, his cut at it. He's going to stand at his own 29-yard line, and he will kick at the 40. Kick is away, and Corbin's leg is full, and it will be in the end zone. Touchback. It, it doesn't matter who kicks it. Same result. It goes into the end zone. Good kicking, uh, good kicking coaching or special teams coaching uh, at Maryville High School, and and really good work here. But as the, the lead is now 36, this clock will continue to move. Bearden will be fighting this clock for the last 2.25. Uh, Chris, I think we've got our hands full as to who the, the uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game is, but uh, I've got a good idea who I believe it is. We'll, we'll see if you agree at our next break. Looks like Parrott's going to stay in there at quarterback. He's going to take the snap, look to the left, looks to deliver out in the flat to number nine, and he is going to get up to the 27-yard line. That's Spikes, and he's going to be ushered out of bounds. And it is going to be a pickup of, 
about six or seven on the play. It's going to bring up second and three. Yeah, that was a good tackle there by uh, Kate Wheeler and Ty Elder out there on the edge. Parrott's going to stay in shotgun formation. He's going to look to deliver in the flat. And then another one of those in and out of the hands as the re receiver saw the pressure and tried to get upfield very quickly. In and out, called incomplete, brings up third and three. And I think that was a, another throwback to uh, Spikes again over there. And he just dropped it trying to get upfield. I think that was actually the number 20, Darian Bailey. See, I got a number you didn't get. I'm, I'm taking it. <laughs> As Parrott's going to roll the pocket to the right-hand side, looks to deliver to 84 in and out of the hands of the intended receiver, 84, Tanner Oliver. And uh, I just think it's just not been their game plan tonight, and they're just not – their hands aren't ready for it. Wow. Fourth down, three yards to go, minute to go in this football game. The moving clock is going to salt this one away. I think that's just a young receiver. He turned his head to look to see where the contact was coming from by the time he turned the ball was already on him and he dropped it. Fourth down, three yards to go. They're going to stay out there on offense. I think they're just going to let this one go down as low as they can. 43 seconds and counting. Parrott's going to take the snap. He's going to look to deliver out in the flat to number nine. He is going to take it, but I don't think he got to the first down marker, Chris. Yeah. I think he needed the 30, and he was taken out of bounds at the 29. And I think what hurt him the most was he bobbled the ball twice and never had it full control before he went behind the line of scrimmage. And so that's going to be turnover on downs as the Rebels will come out. And I don't, I don't think they have to take one snap. I think they're going to call this one, call this yeah. one good. I don't think they need to take a snap at all. As they go to midfield to line up for the handshake, uh, that's going to tell it, tell us what we need to know. With seven seconds to go, it's going to tick down. Uh, four, three, two, one. This one's in the books, guys. At Bearden High School, the Rebels are victorious, 42 to six over the Bearden Bulldogs. We'll be back in just a minute with the Broadway Barbershop postgame show and the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. 
Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career. You can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guaranteed. And jump around with those Rebels have done as they are victorious 42 to 6 as we enter into the Broadway Barbershop post game show. Rebels win here at Bearden High School 8. 5-0 start, halfway point of the regular season is behind us, Chris. 5-0 start for our Red Rebels, 42-6 the final score here at Bearden. Let's break down some of the stats. Again, stats provided by Ken Main, uh, the infamous that's been doing this for a very long time, and it's always up to the minute stats. First downs, 28 for the Red Rebels, 7 for the Bearden Bulldogs. A lot of those came on that 80-yard drive there late in the fourth quarter. Rushing yards, 32 carries, 248 for Uh 179 through the air for the Red Rebels, 63 rushing yards for on 26 carries for Bearden, 41 passing yards for the Bulldogs. If you look at total plays, 55 plays for 427 is Maryville's total offense, 40 plays for 104 for the Bearden Bulldogs. Uh, look at individual stats. Noah Vaughn led the rushing category, 14 carries, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Tez Dozier, 7 carries, 57 yards. Carson Jones, 2 for 41. Gates Ledoux, 3 for 33. Charlie Schwager, 4 for 31. Jaden McCord, one big carry, seven yards, and one big touchdown. And Jacob Morris, one carry for two. Uh, if you look at the receiving categories for the Rebels, four catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown for Mr. Markel Fortenberry. Carson Jones, two catches for 30 yards. Jackson Phillips, two for 21, and a touchdown. 
D.J. Burks, two for 19 in a touchdown. Eli Elkins, two for 17. And Gage do two for 16. It's just something about two. If you get two, you're off the list. I, I don't get it. But great, efficient night for the Red Rebels. Carson Jones gets his work done in the first half, and Charlie Swager takes the commands in the second half, gets in the end zone, and uh, another victory here for your Red Rebels, 5-0. and And, I mean, I think just all the names you called off. I mean, it was just efficient from the first string all the way to the third string, you know, making plays, you know, testing this Bearden defense. You know, Bearden fought hard all the way to the end. You know, I think they can – Bounce off that 80-yard uh, drive they put up against Maribel and got, the, you know, got on the scoreboard. And, you know, kind of as a defensive player, you want to get that shut out. But I think holding a, a, a team around 100 yards of total offense is a win in itself. I, I just want to do a little shout-out. Uh, this is Jersey night here at uh, Bearden High School. Both teams, both student sections are on the field now doing their thing. And there's this, uh, there's this girl and boy, I'm assuming maybe boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe brother, sister, I'm not sure. But one has a Brady jersey on and one has a Drew Brees jersey on. I'm like, if they have a little brother with a Peyton jersey on, there's just that's just a very broad family. I'll just say <laughs> that. But, uh, no, great game. And, and, Chris, tell you what this, uh, this stat sheet and what, this, uh, what this, this rundown looks like. How deep are the skill position players for the Rebels? I mean, there's probably, what, five, six running backs that the Rebels can go that are very productive backs. I mean, you talk about the, the workhorses, Gage Ledoux and Noah Vaughn, but then you've got guys like Jackson Phillips who really gets tough yardage, plays out of the backfield very well. And then you talk about Jaden McCord, Jacob Morris, uh, you know, Schwager, Tez Dozier. I mean, I think he's the next man up there. And all of those guys, quick feet, very shifty, great vision. Uh, I just love what I see out of the young Rebels, especially here in the second halves of games. Yeah, to me, I mean, that's just going to be tough for a defense. You know, you get the speed of Noah Vaughn, and then you get the power of Gage Ledoux that you're trying to stop. And then, you you know, you're thinking, well, we get to the third running back. Then you get another <laughs> another Dozier, speedy back in Tez Dozier. And then when you're not having to deal with that, you're dealing with two quarterbacks that are very, very mobile in, in Carson Jones and Swagger. Yeah. Swagger. Yeah. I mean, they, they just incredible. And it's, you know, it's so deep. And then you look at the receiving core. You got Markel, of course. Everybody knows Markel. But you look at Carson Jones. You got Phillip, uh, Jackson Phillips that's been, you know, incredible the last couple of weeks. He's been Mr. Reliable across the middle. Well, and, and the fact that, that honestly, people have, uh, have – I don't want to say have taken DJ out of the games. It's just we, they haven't needed that X-factor player. I mean, you talk about the Powell game. DJ's too – incompletions turn pass interference penalties were huge in that matchup but in this offense the way it's the way it's being efficient right now running the football it's just you, you don't need to you don't need him to take those hits you don't need him yeah. to work that way yeah and i think uh you know especially with him playing both ways you don't want him to be out there more than he has to be and having somebody i, I really liked uh i caught his name a couple of times eli elkins the big tight end I mean, that's going to be a great weapon here not maybe the rest of this year but even in the future years because i think he's only a sophomore i that's think there's be. there's some coming and, and here's the thing coach uh, on the basketball floor is having some success out of eli elkins too he's a big kid uh, that's going to have a lot of impact at maryville high school but if you look uh, around the area there's still some games in progress running clocks make you done early uh, so we'll try to get you up of course alcoa was idle tonight after pigeon forge had to co- forfeit covid uh, related, uh, but looks like other games in progress. Uh, David Crockett is up on Tennessee High in the third quarter, 26 to 14. Dobbins Bennett up on Westridge, 21 to 14. That's a fourth quarter score with five and a half minutes to go there. So Dobbins Bennett clinging to a 21-14 win or lead over Westridge. Uh, Elizabeth in 35 to nothing over Granger in the second quarter. 
Uh, Greenville up 42 to nothing over Volunteer. That's a halftime score. Jefferson County, Morristown East still 7-6 to six in a third-quarter matchup there. That's a tight one there in Jefferson County. Uh, Morristown West ahead of Daniel Boone, 34-21 to 21 in the third quarter. Uh, William Blunt trails Science Hill 48-14. to 14. That's a third-quarter score. Seymour all over Sullivan East, 42-7. to 7. And uh, that's a third-quarter score. And then, uh, of course, Bearden falls to Maryville here tonight, 42-6. to 6. And then I'm trying to get uh, Greenback is still leading at the half, 7-6 to 6 over Oliver Springs. But uh, as we have uh, went around the area, we're going to take our last break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back from the break, we're going to have the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, you don't want to miss this. A great interview with uh, Mr. Carson Jones, quarterback of our Red Rebels. Efficient night, 15 of 18, four touchdowns. Uh, very well deserved, and we, we look forward to talking to him. But on the flip side of the break, you're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blunt County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888 888- Sold, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. And welcome back to the Broadway Barbershop post-game show as we are joined by the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Carson Jones, the senior, firm and commit, and now Rebel Radio player of the game. Smoky Mountain Axe House is giving you a swag pack, guy. How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you guys? I tell you, it never ceases to amaze me. You guys are so well-conditioned and stuff. You guys, this is a tall homestand for Beard, and you just run up here, and you're just, like, not out of breath. That kind of bugs me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, Coach Hunt, <laughs> Coach Hunt talked about, you know, right down there, you know, we came in, you know, this week of practice, and had really, two really good work days of practice. 
and had a walkthrough on Thursday. And we came out here and executed and looked really good tonight, I thought. I'll tell you, efficiency is one word that I probably wear out each and every week because it's what you guys do. You know, you spread around the throw game, the run game, and really one plays off the other. But tonight, Carson, 15 of 18, uh, really a near-perfect night, a couple almost catches there. Uh, that just fell to the turf. But uh, you look at what you were able to do tonight in two quarters of play, uh, just a phenomenal night. Four touchdown throws on the night. It uh, it separated it early. But uh, what did you see from the Bearden defense that made it so efficient? Yeah, you know, we knew we were going to have some a lot of opportunities to make plays tonight through the air. You know, the looks they were going to give us. And I thought we came out and we did really well. And, you know, we executed down the field. And, you know, a lot of guys, they got the ball and they made a lot of good plays. Now, question, you, you like to call your own number from time to time. You survey the field, see it, pull it down, and, and take off. Do you like to score throwing the football, or do you like scoring running the football? Uh, you know, either, either is fine. <laughs> as long as the scoreboard moves, right? Exactly. You know, but, you know, it's fun to always, you know, get in the end zone running it sometimes, but, you know, it's always fun to score. I think my favorite play of the night, which was I think we were talking about it, you uh, was going to go across the middle. I think the pass was not there. You were getting blitz, so you rolled out. And you got about to a 12-yard line, and I was like, he's going to put his head down and go for the end zone. And you stepped out of bounds. I'm like, it's not the Carson Jones I know. Like, so <laughs> you love the contact, and, I mean, it's incredible to watch you run. I mean, it, you make it look so effortless. Yeah, right. Is that one of those things, though, you're, you you got to protect your body as a quarterback, right? Yeah, I did it on this first – I think the first drive, you know, I tried to run somebody over and kind of, you know, got shaken up a little <laughs> bit. And Coach Hunt wanted me to, you know, get out and, you know, Protect my body and save myself for this season. Yeah, yeah long now, season. Now, as you as you've uh, matured as a quarterback, you know we we've been able to watch you kind of take over uh, after Cade, you know, left, and then and then last year, and then this year, you've just taken it to another level. What kind of continuity do you have with those running backs, and and of course with Markell? I just feel like y'all are on the same wavelength sometimes. Yeah, you know, it's a bunch of guys that we got to play with in middle school. You know, seventh and eighth grade, and also a lot of guys we got to play JV with. You know, a lot of chemistry there because of the time we've played and. You know, all the work we put in this offseason, you know, it's, it's paying off. And, you know, I'm excited to come out here and, you know, get a big win for us. You're, you're a huge leader on this football team. And now, uh, like I said, we love watching you play. And, and, and the way you distribute it has given people opportunities to, to take home the award that you're going to take home tonight. You're the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game here for week five. Your team's 5-0, and o, Carson. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Well, a, a, a tradition that we started uh, back with Markel at, at Farragut. We're going to continue it with you here tonight. I'm going to sign off here from Bearden High School as they're, they're about to turn the lights off and, and get us out of here. But uh, as I close out, what we're going to do is at the end, you're going to say go Rebels with us. But the Maryville Rebels have taken the Bulldogs of Bearden for a Friday night ride, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 5-0 and as the Bearden Bulldogs fall to 2-3. and Final score from Bearden High School. The Bulldogs are six, the Red Rebels 42. Before we sign off, we want to give thanks to all that make this possible. Uh, quick thanks to Landon Harris, Athletic Director at Maryville High School, and the great administration that is at MHS. All the sponsors you've heard all night through the breaks, the infamous Ken Main for up-to-the-minute stats each and every weekend. Thanks to Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of breaks. But for Chris Hips, Carson Jones, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. But if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and, yes, go, go Rebels. Rebels. Go Rebels. Here we go.